in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Yeah, I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your Huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Hey! All right. All right. Welcome in everybody. It is Monday, September 11th. Never feels right to say that. It just, you know, it always feels weird. You're, you're never going to say that date ever again without, at least people from our generation, without, uh, you know, stumbling and being like, oh. Uh, but it is Monday, September 11th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. We're coming to you once again from the University of Louisville College of Business Studios. Card fans, UVL's nationally ranked innovation MBA can be completed in just 12 months, giving you the confidence and connections needed to spark your entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit. Learn best practices from our award-winning faculty, serial entrepreneurs, venture capitalists, and regional and national business leaders. Experience international business practices firsthand with our 10-day international trip or online global learning course. Start your journey today and visit business.louisville.edu. Today, we're on the air from 3.05 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the United States of America and beyond. It's the Big X. Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey. On a Monday edition of the show, it's football season. So typically on a Monday, it's going to be reaction heavy. We're going to have Louisville Thoughts. Obviously, leading the show, we're going to have overreactions to what happened in the, in the ACC and elsewhere in college football. We're going to have takes on what happened in the NFL and everything else that took place over the weekend. On this Monday, all of it takes a backseat. All of it takes a backseat. It helps that Louisville played on Thursday. We got our takes out there on Friday. We will talk about what happened in college football. We will talk about what happened in the NFL. We will talk sports. But we'll do all of that after we hear the riveting tale of Trevor Kelsey taking the ACT. Before we get to that, TK, how are you this Monday? You look glorious. Busy. There's like a lot of hustle and bustle going on here at Big X Studios. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the uh, 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 Glenn, our engineer, is in here getting getting everything wrapped up. I, I can almost confidently say this might be our last month at the studio. Last month? I was hoping it was going to be like day or week. <laughs> no, but... no, no. <laughs> well, after it was supposed to be done four months ago, I'll... I'll... I'm knocking on wood. Yeah, beggars can't be choosers, right? At this yeah. point, I mean, uh, so I think it's no. We uh, it's it a little bit to do with also with the, kind of the bats wrapping up. It just it's kind of a it's just easier transition to maybe let their season come to kind of a close as we as we make this move and some of our other play by play stuff. So instead of say, say goodbye to the bats, we also have. I mean, we'll bring the bats back tonight, next year. I hope maybe I don't want to yeah. think about it. I mean, completely. just for this year. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy leading into the bats. I enjoy also really enjoy when they cut into the show during the summer. It's it's a nice little reprieve. <laughs> Do we get a slight one? I guess not. Next Wednesday, I think they have a. I don't uh, think we have any more. 
Yeah, I think they're an eleven thirty yeah. game, so noon start. So yeah, you're we're gonna be. I think we have. A, we might get a three thirty maybe at the most, but I believe we've run the gauntlet of uh, bats cutting into our show, which is good because football's here. We need the full. We three do. Hours we need now. another time. Yeah, we need another time we can get. We also had Dugan raiding the studio. Apparently, I, I, I hope it's Dugan. The, Spears put the fear of God into him like by he, taking the bobblehead and then saying that he could take whatever he wanted to. And now Dugan appears to have come in here and gotten all of his valuables and put them in the the, the, the famous Ryan vault, I guess. But uh, yeah, the, the Daryl Griffith, Doctor Duncan signs. But basically, what this means is like all the U of L stuff is gone, besides the National Chumps poster from last year. Well, and the newspaper, I guess. Which newspaper's there? That's actually handsome. Jimmy put that up there oh. to show the show how you know the, the date of the studio, kind of. He put that up there. Uh, I mean, good lord, I guess you know, ten years ago. It's been up for a while, hasn't it? It has. We want to hear from you today. I know you're going to have thoughts on what takes place on today's show. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's tax line. Thornton's hooking up with the best deals uh, all summer, all fall long. We're in that sort of hyper period where technically it's still summer, but really, let's be real. It feels it's, like it's, summer, though, it's, doesn't it? it? It feels like it, but it's fall. Once you get past Labor Day, it's fall. I don't care who you are. School's back. Football's back. It's fall. Thornton's has the best fall deals for you. If you want to take advantage, download the Refreshing Rewards app today. Become a Refreshing Rewards program member. It'll save you money at the pump, and it'll save you money inside any one of the 89,632 area Thornton's locations. Take advantage of your rewards, and then text us at 502-414-1450. We also had Jeff Brom talking to the media today. I, I'm, I mean, I was thinking it's Monday. We'll play the Jeff Brom audio, but I don't know how... I don't know how much time we're going to have for stuff today. <laughs> because what is dominating in the Mike Rutherford show? You always leave with the show, right? That's what they say. You always leave with the show. There was a man who 25 years ago, <laughs> thereabouts. It is. Actually, I, speaking of which, I got, my reu- I got something about my reunion coming up. Almost 25 years ago. Yeah. Maybe, maybe more. I'm not sure exactly when you took it. Who took the ACT. <laughs> a young man with dreams. Dreams yeah. of one day going to college graduating, taking Wall Street by storm, and then coming home and being mayor of the city of Louisville. He was a wide-eyed kid. Well, figuratively, not literally. (laughs) (laughs) That young man never made it through the ACT. He realized he didn't have to take it for some reason and just decided halfway through he was going to go outside and smoke. He smoked a little bit too long, smoked a little bit too much, didn't make it back inside in time, and said to hell with it, I'm not going to take the ACT again. That same man... 25 years later, as a 43-year-old successful record producer is Donald J. Trump. and father of four dogs <laughs> and two cats and two cats, decided he was going to make good on a promise long unfulfilled. That's not exactly what happened. We act, like my dad texted me on Saturday when I was when I was sending the tweets well out. Well written, though. I mean, thank you. You're gonna, I might have you at my funeral doing the eulogy. My my dad was like, "Why is Trevor taking the ACT?" And like, I didn't even have a, a good story. I'm like, some guy said he wanted him to take it and he would pay for him, and he just Trevor decided he wanted to do it. So that was pretty much it. Uh, it's not. A, it was kind of it, right? That it was, was pretty. It was some somebody like legitimately texted in and was like, "I would love to see Trevor take the ACT." Because I think we were talking about how. Fancy football punishment. Somebody had said that you know, my last so, place yeah. to get ACT. And they're like, I want Trevor to take the ACT. I'll pay for it. And you were like, to hell with that. I'll pay for it. <laughs> I wanted to do it, yeah. I mean. And it, it started a great conversation about what might happen if this actually went down. And I, like, So just to, to set the stage here, 
you and I texted a little bit on Saturday. I don't know the full story of what went down. Like, I, I know a few details. I know more than the, the general public does. Yeah, only people I think that know anything are you and my buddy Say, who I talked to right after the test as well. And Sean Moth, because he was so riveted that he texted me having to find out, and I sent him screenshots of our text <laughs> <Yes>. conversation. <laughs> he, was, he was too into it. He couldn't wait. He couldn't wait for Monday. He, he had to know. Can, can, can I hire Sean to do, do when, I, when I get my test scores to read off my to, to, to voice the releasing of my test scores? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't even want now in the math section. <laughs> I don't even want to see them first. I just want to give them to him and let him, let him read them on the air as if, like, Tara trade, trade into Dean at just a three. Number five, <laughs> Trevor's science score. Anyway. In math, he got a three. <laughs> <laughs> so... I've been saying this entire time. So you signed up for the, the test like a, a little bit over a month ago. And by the I way, the texter so. who was like, I'm a proctor for one of these things. He'll never make it in the building. Suck on it. He oh, did. yeah. Take that. This is, a, this is an in-your-face day. Oh, they were anti me the whole way. Like, they won't even accept your payment. They wanna, then, they're not going to let you in. And they're then not gonna some let guy was like, like, I basically, like, I've worked for these standardized test boards. You're fine. Don't, don't worry yeah. about it. So I have been of the belief ever since the day that you signed up that you basically wasted sixty bucks or whatever it was. Not the first time I've done yeah. that. Or wait, I, spent, I wasted more of that on uh, Taco Bell last night on DoorDash. I've been <laughs> saying the smart money is on you, just either not taking the test or not finishing the test. I, I thought that you would, you would either sleep through, which didn't help that you had a very long night on Friday. I thought you would either just sleep through your alarm and not make it to the test on time, or you would wake up with your alarm and be like. What? This whole thing is dumb. I, like, this sleep is way more important than a stupid radio bit. I'm not going. It's amazing how well you know me in yeah. two years. Yeah. Or I thought you would, you'd go, you'd maybe hang around for a little bit and be like, this is stupid. Or something would happen and you wouldn't get, you wouldn't be allowed to take the test. Or <laughs> even more likely, potentially, What's this? just like the global depth chart. No, no I was going to say, this is our The last possibility, I thought that you would start taking the test and be, you'd be like, this is, I don't want to pay attention to this for two and a half hours. And you would leave during the break or, or leave in, in the middle of the test. None of those things happened. No, none. You texted me at like 7.50 on Saturday morning, which I was stunned that you were not only there by 8, but you were there early. And you were like, there's a whole lot of cars here. <laughs> a lot of witnesses. <laughs> test takers later to be known as witnesses. So I don't even know where to start here. I, I guess start well, at the beginning. Was there a okay. point when, when you woke up on Saturday morning where you thought, I might not do. This. Let's pull back a little bit to okay. uh, Friday night. Like did you know, as you said, I had the IU game. Um, they love to do like a three-hour post game. It's amazing. I, I joked about how you know after the IU post game against Ohio State, they were like so positive and we were holding things back. It was, it were, they just won this game forty like six to three, and they the most negative like callers I've ever heard. Really, forty-one seven. Oh, yeah. They're like, like we we could have done more. I'm like you just. You were more. You were happier losing by twenty to Ohio State than being Indiana State by thirty-five. I watched a little bit of it Friday night. I thought they looked pretty good. I know, but uh, so the the defense is, could be a problem for us. But you know who knows? We'll, we'll get to that later. But so I get out of here late, and I meant to tell you. I don't know if you noticed it. Could you smell the skunk when you came in here? By the way, I couldn't. Okay, when you drive past, you know where you turn left on, on spring on uh, off Eastern on the spring. Yes, right in front of like that dealership. The, the skunk body <laughs> is finally gone. But there's a giant like stain there, and it still smells. Lower your window down a little bit when you go by it, you'll smell it. My car still has the scent of it. So I'm leaving here Friday night, and like at like one in the morning, and I think it was one because I texted you. You did, and I like I was I turned that corner, and I don't know if you left it at light. It's very dark on that street. It is. Night. It's, there's no light. There's no lights. So at the last minute, I I, I see something in the street. And like, and, and within like the second I see it, I go boop, boop, boop. Like, I, I, 
Like, I mean, it, it felt like I hit like right over the middle of this poor guy. And like with all four tires, or at least the two on my driver passenger side. And I was like, oh crap, what did I? I was like, I hope that didn't mess up my tire. And then within seconds, I could smell it. I'm like, I know what that, oh good lord. And like my, it's attached to my car, like the BO and like the, the valet in Seinfeld now. You destroyed a skunk. I came up here Saturday, uh, Saturday night, I came back to the Western game, and I saw the results of what happened. <laughs> it was not pretty. Like, I, he, I didn't hit this poor guy. I annihilated him. And this is, I'm kind of sad about it because it's only the second time I've ever hit an animal. Like, I had a squirrel like 10 years ago, and this is like the second one. So I'm kind of a little upset about it. But on the other hand, I'm like, this can't be good karma, right? Like, this is, is, is hitting a skunk good or bad luck? Well, people don't like skunks. I mean, okay. So, I mean, it's, it's good luck, right? Sure. All right. Okay. <laughs> Like that's the way we need to view it. There's a giant like stain in the street now. <laughs> this guy must have been full of juice. Because <laughs> I mean, anyway, so I do that. That's that's Friday night. I get home, I get settled down. It's almost like two in the morning when I'm like closing my eyes, and I'm kind of dreading this because my alarm is set for six forty-five. I'm like, this is going to be rough. I can already tell. Uh, and just as you kind of mentioned, my alarm's going off at like six forty-five. I hit the snooze button. Because I have an alarm set for 650, 6.55, 7.05, and 7.30 as well. Keep in mind, this would be tough for a normal person, let alone somebody who sleeps until 2 p.m. on a regular basis. I mean, basis. if I was, it was like 20-year-old Trevor, would be different. Right. Like, we're talking like well, 40. still yeah, tough, yeah. though. True. I mean, but Trevor in his 20s would stay up till 4 in the morning and go work at the country club at, at 6 a.m. Um, so, but yeah, so I, the alarm goes off, and I'm sitting there, and I look at the clock, and it's like 7.28. And right through my mind, I go, okay, I have two options. This is the moment. I, this is the moment. It's like, this is that moment, like in sports <laughs> history. Like, this is me stepping to the plate. This is Darius Washington at the line. Like, this this is it right here. You can quit like, now or live forever I, as a legend. I, I, my, my mind, I had two things went through right, right away through my mind. One, I can get up and do this. Or two, I can just say, screw it, go back to sleep for get another six hours, get up, get some errands done, and then go do the Western game. I was like, man, this is gonna be rough. And I thought, you know what? I can't do that to the. I can't I, not to not to you. No offense, but not to the listeners that are just wanting to see this. I can't do this to them. I I'm that. getting up. So I get up. I get uh, grab grab uh, grab a couple mellow yellows out of the fridge. You know, get to grab the calculator, which you know, I'm luckily I put found. a picture of it on the show too. You saw that? Yes, thank you. I appreciate the hey. picture that you sent me was exactly <laughs> what I was envisioning. I have it in the car if you want to take a look at it's it. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. The picture was enough. When you described what your calculator was, it was exactly what I was hoping. I it was, was very thankful because I'd never thought about it before that, until the night before to check to see if it actually worked. Did they check your calculator? <laughs> no, no, I'll get there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I get up. I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm going to do this. I grab the calculator, grab the mail. Yellow. Get the get dressed, you know. Tell the dogs goodbye. My mom's in there still snoring. You know, I get it's it's daylight out. I'm like, let's go. So I get there. As I'm pulling up, I see all these cars. And the first thought I thought was, he actually put together a TK March for me. <laughs> I was like, I'm so excited. <laughs> Unfortunately, much like Charlie Strong, I was very disappointed with the March results. Uh, as I pulled up, no no one was there to see me. No one was there to greet me. That's when I texted you and was like, you know. As I came around the corner on Hubbard's Lane, I saw someone, like just the back of a dude with a dog on his walk. I'm like, is that, is, is, that, is that Rutherford? Is that Rutherford and the dog? I'm like, no, it wasn't. But. I did walk up there later. You were gone. <laughs> oh, you already, I was already yeah. gone? Okay. There were people leaving the building, though. I, I mean, I don't, yeah. But so I get up there. Me, John, I, and the dog. Got a prime, I got a prime spot, like right in front. I'm like, this is awesome. Like, again, I was like, vibes are going good right now. You know, I, I killed a skunk. Good luck. 
You know, I got up on time. I'm here a little. I'm here actually on early, semi early. You know, I got a prime spot up front. I'm like, this is good. So I take, you know, three, four, six or seven tokes, take, <laughs> smoke a cigarette again. And <laughs> well, you know, as, as the listeners said, you know, if you're going to study high, you take the test high. I didn't, stu- high. I didn't study, but I was high when I signed up for it. So I thought I'd meet it halfway. Okay. So, you, you know, signed up for it on the air. <laughs> I said what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 bring, don't worry about that, Rutherford. <laughs> so I get in there and I walk in and right away there's, there's a younger woman in there and she's like, "Here for the test, right up the stairs, everything on the second floor." And I'm like, "Vibes are off now completely. Like this is not good. Like I gotta go up two flights. I haven't done these steps in 25." I told years. you I thought I remembered it being uh, upstairs. Last time I thought it was there, I took it. It was down the, the hall near the small gym entrance. I was like, "Oh crap." So I'm like, okay. So you know, I make my way up the stairs, which kills one can of Mountain Dew, Mellow Yellow, because I'm already, t- I'm, you know, I'm, I'm worn out from going up two flights of stairs. <laughs> and as I get up there, I look at the sheet and it says my name. I'm in room 206, and I kind of, I'm looking around. Already, I'm, I'm, I can already hear like Snickers, like not, not like the good candy bar, but like the, you know, the like, what the hell is this dude doing here? So it, it, as I walk in, and not, and I'm not late. It's like right at like you know, two minutes before eight or so. But yet, I am still the last person to stand for <laughs> So as I walk in, uh, the, the proctor is, sta- is sitting there, and with, I, I kind of look at him, and I look over, and I mean, I listen, I get, there's like maybe 15 kids in this room with me, 20. <clears throat> All of them, you know, 16 to 18 years old, maybe. But in that split second, I look over, and I see nothing but the cast of Rugrats. <laughs> like, I see, I, see, I see, like, kids in diapers. One kid, I swear, is dusty from Stranger Things. Like, he looks just like this. He's got the curly hair. He's got the, bite, he's got the trucker hat on. I, like, I wanted to go up to him and ask him if he could give me, like, a purr. But I, I was like, man, I'm, that's probably not a bad, good thing to say to a kid in this school at my age. So, first, you know, he asked me, he's like, I need to see your ID and your ticket. And I'm like, Okay. Side note, I want to applaud the good people at ACT. Like, I have had to jump through less hoops to rent a car <laughs> than the security that they go through to let someone take this damn test. Like, they needed, I didn't get a birth certificate from me at this point. Well, they're not trying to keep you to take tests I mean, from taking the test. They are just begging you to be like, you know what? This is enough. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> like, I can, the, the amount, so he, he gives me, he, he asks my ID, he asks me thing, I'm going to show it to him. I look at him. And, I'm kind of ha- slightly happy right initially that this guy is nowhere near young, like younger than me. He's okay, like, good. He's got to be my age, uh, maybe even older. And I don't know if, if this helps or not, but I am still not 100% convinced this isn't the guy who played Bubbles' uh, uh, sponsor on The Wire. His name is <laughs> Google Steve Earle. He's a That's musician. The guy, yeah, Steve yeah. Earle. Yeah. I swear this guy was my proctor. Okay. Like, Did he wear a cut-off shirt? If it was not him... Then this guy, then Steven, Steve Earle's got a, got a doppelganger living in, in Louisville. Um, his name was Mr. Anderson. That's what he tells me. Uh, he was not a teacher. Steve Earle's living in Louisville. Steve Earle's apparently living in Louisville under the alias of Mr. Anderson, who teaches at Barrett, not at Wagner. He's just the proctor there. Um, nice, awesome dude. Uh, Love Steve Earle. Uh, he was probably a great sponsor, great musician, and now he's a great teacher. Uh, and I mean, I could, if anybody knows who he is, they're right there. They're shaking their head, going, "Dude, he does look like Steve Earle." <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Big beard. Oh yeah, okay. had some gray in it. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, d- I kid you not. I had to like do a double take on him after I wondered why I was in the class with Rugrats. So I give him the thing, and this is like the moment of truth, kind of right here. He's like, "All right, here you go. You're good." I was like, I kind of looked over at the seats, and he's like, 
just uh, your desk, you, know, you, you have a seat with the desk with your name on it. I'm like, okay. And I kind of, you know, I look over and it's like, I mean, I know this is like, took like 10 seconds maybe in real time, but to me it was like 10 <laughs> minutes. Like I look over and it's just that scene in Plain Chains Automobiles when they get to the hotel room and they both look at each other and they look back and there's like only one bed. And that music's like playing like, dun, dun, dun. like, like that's what I mean. I'm looking at this desk and I'm like, I kind of look at him and I look at the desk again. And I'm like, okay, okay, I got this. <laughs> so I'm like walking to, there's five rows of desks, about six people in each row. I'm in the very farthest row to the next to the wall, in the third seat. So initially I'm already like trying to, like the space between the desk and the wall is like me trying to like leave like <laughs> at a concert. I'm like, excuse me, sorry. You know, like I'm bumping, my stomach like hits this poor kid in the head. I'm like, my bad. So I get to the desk, I'm looking at it, and I just, I mean, again, this took me what was in real time, like 10 seconds, felt like an eternity to me. So I look at this desk kind of briefly. I can hear, I can almost like feel the person behind him going, oh, good Lord, save my life. And like, I go to squeeze, squeeze in. It's an understatement, squeeze in. And within a second of being in this desk, the first thing I thought of was, God, a screw is going to fly off this hinge and like hit one of these poor kids in the head <laughs> and like just shell out. I mean, just like, yeah, like kill either kill the kid or make him just mentally handicapped or something. And it's going to be on, dude, am I, am I liable for this? But luckily, what the, uh, the our public school system lacks in you know education, it makes up in weldership, weldermanship. So this, the seat did hold, thankfully, <laughs> amazingly. <Weldermanship. laughs> it, it creaked a little bit though. So I'm squeezing in and. Like, I, I, clearly, you know, as I've gotten bigger in 25 years, these desks have not. And Do you think JCPS employees weld those desks together? <laughs> they did, man. They did a great <laughs> job. This thing held up. I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was... Marty's like, out there every year with, like, the, the uh, mask on and the feel, fire the torch. I feel like I got the one that was made out of the stuff that's in Wolverine. Because, <laughs> I mean, there's <laughs> no, other, no other way. And uh, go ahead, my name on it. So, everyone's <laughs> desk tip, nonetheless. So I squeeze and say, and I mean, when I say squeeze, I mean, I'm not like joking. I mean, literally, I'm squeezing into this and I'm, I guess since the fact I'm like four inches taller than anyone that, that's like, this desk is designed to sit with, you know, because they're supposed to be kids and I'm an adult. So the desk is like, not even like up, like it's like halfway at my halfway stomach point when I'm sitting down. So I'm like, I got to squeeze in here and like it's squeezing into my stomach and it's like dividing my stomach. Like, is it like the Berlin Wall is like coming up? And like, you have to decide which side of you're on. Like, there's going to be no like switching sides at any point. Like, if you're either on this side or you're on that side. And that's how my stomach's being done. It's being treated like Germany over here. So it's like squeezing in it and like half my stomach, like melon, muffin flops onto the top of the desk. And the other half like kind of oozes underneath the desk. Okay. And so like, I'm sitting there and I look like I have two racks. Cause like I have my, I have my, I have my chest, and then below it I have like the belly fat that's being squeezed up above. Looks like I have two sets of tits. But you Boots, made it sorry. in. Uh, yes, I made it in. Uh, as you can tell, I made it out. And so I'm sitting there, and he's. I got my like my phones turned off completely because they emphasize that multiple times. I got my calculator, I got my keys, got my drink. And then, by the way, I'm the only one with a drink in this whole this whole room. No one else comes in with a beverage or anything. I'm the only one sitting there holding like a big Chick Fil A extra large cup. It's <laughs> if I need another reason for people to stare at me. So he's going. So so uh, Stephen Stephen O's going through the list of like stuff to do, and like he's like, okay, you know, I'm gonna come around, and he's coming out handing out the test. 
Uh, oh, by the way, the rules again, like, like, do not repeat anything in the hallway during break of what, what you read in this test. Do not repeat anything to anyone outside the room about the test. So I guess I'm going to screw that one up. But And he's just like, I'm like, good Lord. I mean, I feel like, I feel like I'm an Oppenheimer over here. Like, this is like the Manhattan Project. Like, you should not, like, it stays in this room. So as he hands, he goes to this whole spill. We're filling out, you know, the brackets, bubble and K-E-L-C-S-E for my name and everything. I don't know. Uh, my pencil's like, I don't, I'm not liking my pencil. It's, it's a two, it's a number two pencil I grabbed at my mom's desk. It says Target on it. I don't, this, this thing has been from like Target, like 1990 something probably on top of it. The eraser's like not even like, it's like completely black because it's been used so much. It was totally worthless. So as he goes around hand a test, he comes to my desk and he's like, he says, trying to say it quietly because if no one's going to hear even a whisper in this room, he's like, you need to take everything and put it underneath your desk. I was like, drink on the side, and then everything, you know, underneath your desk. And I just kind of looked at him and kind of looked down at the desk and, you know, overneath the, the flow of fat that was there. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, not to be mean. I was like, dude, there's like a 50% chance I can get it down there. There's like a 100% chance it's not coming back up. <laughs> I was like, this, I got, I, even if I get out of this desk to try to get it, I'm not, these kids are like putting stuff underneath the basket. I'm like, I can't even see the basket. <laughs> Like I, I just, I'm, it's, to me, it's like a rumor that it's below me. <laughs> and so I was like, "You mind just like putting it up on your desk up there?" And he's like, "No problem." He's like, but, "And you can leave your drink there." I'm like, "Thank you," because I mean, it was gone if I didn't. So he hands out the test. We're ready to roll. I'm like, "All right, let's do this." You know, I'm the only one that has to hold the test up to my head face because I can't read the lettering. <laughs> Everybody else, <laughs> <laughs> it's like at their as everything spread on the desk. The only thing I can write, like, I'm lucky just to get to be able to get the the, the answer sheet on my desk. I got to hold the book up because I can't like actually look down at the whole desk. And uh, as he's giving this, I'm kind of like trying to squeeze like more fat underneath the bottom part. <laughs> like I'm pushing it. Like I, I got I got a good amount of it down there. I think I still have a red mark on my, on my stomach from it. And so he hands it out, and this is the moment of truth. I'm like, yes. He's like, now take your pencil and open up your book. I'm like, let's do this. First up is English. It's a uh, 70 questions, I think. So we have an hour to do this. So it's English first. I'm like, I can, I can, this just got to be, this is, this is me right here. I mean, you know me. I'm, this is you. This is me. I mean, right up your alley. Me failing English, that's, impo- that's impossible. So, like, you know, I, I, I bring it up and I'm like, I'm, I think I'm doing good. I'm really feeling good about the English, to be honest with you. Like, I'm cruising through it. It's like, you know, It'll have the underlying phrase, and then it'll say, you know, it'll say no change, or you know, does it add a comma there? Should the wording be different? And I'm just like, you know, like I'm nailing this. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going through it. I'm good. Not, not, not worried about time. Got about three or four questions left. Get a five minute head, heads up. You got five minutes left in the test. I'm like, that's good. I'm good. I can do this in five minutes. You is doing good. I'm, I'm yeah. I mean, I felt I was in a groove, man. Like I was, you know, I was like Jordan in '92, man. I was, I'm like looking at, I'm looking over Steve, where I'm like, I don't know, like I don't know how I'm doing this. <laughs> You're struggling. <laughs> I'm just struggling at him. Uh, the poor girl sitting next to me, by the way, I've never felt it more uncomfortable for anybody other than her. Like, uh, I think her name was Leachman. I saw, like, I glanced at her desk, not to throw her out on the bus, but like she's got, like she would, like, like I think she was afraid to even look over at me. Like she would, like, like glance at me. Like Mikey when he like found sloth, like he would like look over a little bit and then look turn around. I mean, real I quick. get it. I know um, this is gonna happen. I don't she'll, know. She'll never forget you. She's I don't know go her entire life without forgetting who you were. <laughs> and the kid in front of me was like so. Like, you could tell like when he was trying to be smooth, like actually take a glimpse at me. Uh, the person behind me, no idea. Couldn't just 
Let's oh, be honest. Yeah. You don't have eyes in your head. No, no. And, and right now, like, just to give you an idea, like, me and the desk is kind of like, I'm like a, like most old He-Man figures. Like, I can rotate <laughs> slightly at the waist right and left, <laughs> but I can't, like, move all the way, and I can't, like, move down or up or anything. So I can only just move slightly to the right and left. And uh, so I nailed English, nailed it good. Uh, I feel like I feel like this is going to be my high score. Um, so out of 36, what do you think you got in English? You're above a 20. Uh, what, what's the highest score in English available? 36. They're all out of 36. Oh, I got like I got like a 28 on English. Okay. I, right. I mean, I, I destroyed the same. I love the confidence. Sorry, I got to blow my nose for a second. Okay. No no worries. So We're that? all captivated. <laughs> We're putty in your hands right now. Take your time. All right. So Keep wiping. <laughs> Don't make me laugh anymore. We can go to break if we want to. No, no. Well, let's do it because I just finished English. And okay. ne- next was math. <laughs> Okay. And math was, well, that was a horse of a different color. All right, we'll take a break. (laughs) When we come back, Trevor continues his tale of the ACT. Riveting radio here on the Mike Rutherford Show, Monday edition on 1450 and Monday. It's a very special episode. Really, you got on sitcoms back in the day? On a very special episode. <laughs> Don't be. Hope I'm not deadly at the bicycle shop. <laughs> it was always sexual assault. Every single one of those. It was always What's, stranger danger. I know this is a, some reference like you and me. You may get no one else, but the, I think one of the American dads I watched over the weekend was the one where he's trying to get Brian married. And it turns out Brian was actually the entire Different Strokes plot was based on Brian's life growing up. I don't think I've seen that one. Obviously, that's great. He's like, <laughs> Stan just gets messed mad at him at one point. He goes, you just left Dudley there all alone. He's like, I know, that kid's messed up now. <laughs> there was never a very special episode where it was something good. Or it was, even no, where it no. was like a normal bad. Like, oh, no, there's been a car accident. It was always, someone's about to get molested. Oh, yeah, it was, it was, that was, it was the 80s. It was a different time. Well, and the 90s, you could just, too. You could just roll into, you know. Swing by the, the ghetto and pick up a couple black kids and adopt them with no 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 strings attached. <laughs> was, no, that was the nineties too. It was a different, different time. Like early two thousands. <laughs> now in the when last we spoke, when we left you, <laughs> we left you. Like the, in our story of Trevor <laughs> taking the ACT Saturday morning, you had just finished the English session yes. section. You thought it went very well. Very well. Yes. You're you're crammed into your desk. But I you're thought I did good, good at it. The the, the the rugrats around you are. Curious uh, about your presence there. They are. But we have gotten to the test. We're taking it. We're now rolling on to math with your nine-year-old 90s <laughs> calculator. It has your name on it. It has my name on it because that'd be Dan DeVille's. shapes. I'd be Dan DeVille's turned him up and starts to steal my calculator. You know, so I had to make sure I had my name on it. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so we're, we finish up, you know, English. I, I, I got it with like a few minutes left in time. Um, and, of course, the, the few minutes I had left left me just kind of sitting there looking around the room. And as I was looking at a room, clearly this is like a history room now because it has all the, uh, the presidents like, listed on the, uh, like, the pic- their pictures on the wall. 
And a few things like stick out to me in this room that I just hadn't noticed up to this point because I was, well, one, I was just kind of just in fear of being able to fit in the desk. And now that fear is gone, the fear of getting out of the desk will be you know, realized later. But at this point now, I'm kind of looking around the room and I'm noticing things like the TV they have on the wheels that you wheel in. Remember back in our day, we, did, of we had that tube TV and it was like the most exciting thing in the world. Like this is like a 55 inch flat screen. Like, good lord! I mean, basketball team. Changed. We can't use this to like improve the the football team here. I mean, can't we just sell these things and buy a you know some talent or something? They were competitive again on Friday, uh, to say the least. Like I was competitive in the math section. We'll get to that in a second. And and I also kind of started realizing as I'm looking around, like I'm almost positive this is the class I took freshman English in, and I'm, I'm still sure of that. Of course, I'm also sure that a former country music hall of famer was my proctor, but that's not here or there. And and this is also the room that I got to watch the O.J. Simpson verdict in, I remember. That's, that was the first thing you texted me about the test. Yeah, I was like, this is kind of cool. I was like, I'm, I'm almost positive this was, I think her name was Miss Sumner. I think it was Sumner, maybe. I think this was her room. And there should be a couch in the back, which, bad mistake to do for Trevor. And so I was like, this is kind of cool. And then, I, and then also, and I'm, I'm looking at his computer, which is on the desk in front of the room. And there's like a, a sticker on it. It's like the state of Indiana. It says 2011 state champs. So now I'm just utterly preoccupied trying to figure out what the hell this sticker's for. Like, I'm like, what, who won in 2011? It wasn't Romeo. I didn't find out who it was later on. Uh, so the English ends. He's like, okay, we're done. Put your pencils down. And we're time to do math. Like, this is time to get the calculator. You, now you take out your calculator. So I pull out my calculator. I need to walk around the room, make sure everybody's calculator has no games on it. Uh, it's not too, <laughs> too advanced. I'm like, wow, this is one, this is one barrier I'm going to get through with no problem right here. So he starts walking down the aisle, and <laughs> he's looking, and, and one calculator he looks at, and he has to pick it up and examine this person kind of out, out to my right and two seats up. He's looking, and he goes, he kind of gives it like this look like, okay, this is kind of borderline. He's like, all right, you can use it. And he comes, and he looks at my calculator, and I, hand it and I pick it up, and I just look <laughs> at him. <laughs> like, just like the biggest doofus I could, like, it's got my name on it. <laughs> At this point, he's thinking like, one of these teachers is pranking me, right? Like this, is, like who sent the special kid in here to like, like take the test? Like, there's Some no sort way. of make a wish deal. Yeah, like, and who the one worst make a wish ever? <laughs> he just wanted what, to take. What do you want to do? I want to take the ACTs. We got John Cena here. I don't care. So I just look at him like I hold it up and I'm like it's got my name on it. I say with such like I, I'm so proud of this. <laughs> like the most the most proud I've been of anything in my life. So he he, he can't keep a straight face. He laughs. He's just like oh, good good for you. <laughs> I'm proud of you, young man. Let me know if you need help going to the restroom. <laughs> I felt like like when Kramer gets in the the, the, the cab with the, the leader of like the the melter. <laughs> yeah. You live on your own. Good for you. <laughs> on my own. So <laughs> he goes through. No one has a calculator that violates the, uh, the 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 sacred laws of the ACT. So we open the math quiz, and I'm actually feeling like this is going to go well because oh, the very first question. A makes me wonder when this test was written, and B makes me think, like this is going to do well because the first question goes, and then I hope I don't get like my my score like eliminated because I'm telling this this on the test. But it's like Randy wants to buy a CD discman. I'm like, first I look as soon as I see that I, I giggle out loud and look around and go, 
Does not one of these kids know what a Disman is? And it says he and, and it says Randy wants to buy CDs. Randy, he's like, he goes, this is what blew my mind. A Disman is six dollars, and CDs are seventy five cents. Randy has fourteen dollars. I'm like, first of all, I got a question. Like, where the hell are we getting CDs for seventy five cents? It's not coming from a crackhead. Like that's like there's no way you're buying a seventy five cents. This is the story of how you finished one question <laughs> on the section. Oh, the, before the time ran out. That's the only question I got done. So, you know, it's like he has fourteen dollars. What's the the percentage of like whatever you can do? And I pull out the calculator. I'm like, I hit. It's just started I, making calculator noises. <laughs> so I press the on button and it comes on, and I kid you not, like I have to like I mean this thing's like on my nose. I can see the so I can see the numbers. Like the the, the, the thing is so damn small, <laughs> and I can't see this far. My eyes are bad, man. I'm getting old, and so I, I kind of type in the numbers, and you know, <laughs> first question in. I look at okay, it's got to be this. I look not even one of the four <laughs> options. <laughs> I even close, not even in the same like ballpark. I'm like, oh well. For the record, and spoiler alert, this was the first and only question I used my calculator on. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know what, Trevor, calculator, you're no good to me, and I just kind of laid him down there. It's the calculator. <laughs> it's the calculator's fault. So I guess I don't know what I guess. I can't remember. Uh, and then and then I read the next question, and then. I mean, this might as well have been written in Sanskrit. Like, that's, I, that's, this is what I was worried this about. Is, this is, this is, yeah, I'm telling and you. And to be fair, this would be 100% true for me. Like, I was bad at math back in the day. Oh, my God. I, I've forgotten everything besides basic addition and multiplication tables. I would be in the same boat where I'm like, all right, after the first five, I'm just guessing. Like, this is like, I'm with, oh, I, that's the first question. I was there. Like, I'm just like, okay, I have no idea what this, uh, G, you know, F. And I remember the next question, I just guessed F. I go, what am I getting on this section? F. And I was like, Brilliant. thank you. I didn't say it out loud, but I wish I had because I think the kid next to me would have laughed. Uh, but they, they frowned on talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> silly rules. Silly rules. Talking during standardized <laughs> tests. Well, it's so standard about it. And um, so I'm, I'm kind of going, we have an hour to do the math. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm just I'm. I'm about, I'm at question maybe like 25, and now at this point I'm kind of giving up even reading the question. I'm like, you know what? It, there's is there really any point? I mean, I I don't understand. I feel like this is the section that you're going to do the best in. Oh, it's, it's possibly good. like math was rough. Like like me trying to do a sit up rough. Like it was <laughs> it was not pretty at all. And like I just so I get through it and I finish it and I'm like, all right, look up. And I've done this in like 28 minutes. So I've got a, I've got, get a half hour. I've got a half an hour to sit here. I can't get up. I'm not allowed to like move. You can't get your phone out. I can't get my phone out. I can't go use the bathroom. I can't smoke a cigarette. The whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, dude, I got 30 minutes. I could. We're doing a break after this. I'm like, I can't. Can I just take my break early? Can I like head out now and like, like I could get like a few tokes moving. So I'm just kind of sitting there, and then that's when I start more staring at the at the sticker on his computer, going. Who the freak won the 2011 state championship? I'm like going over years in my head of people. Well, like 20 teams because it's Indiana. That's they're, a good they're point. Cowards. And and then of course, and then I start just like reading, trying to read all the names on the presidential thing. I'm going, okay, Eisenhower, and going going through the list, and I'm like, man, some of the presidents today are kind of ugly compared to back then. I mean, we got worse. And that's new. I'm looking around the classroom, and then it's like, well, I'm gonna, maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to close my eyes for a minute. So I kind of like, you know, I, unlike, you know, everyone else who just lays their head on the desk, that's not going to happen, you know, physics with me. So I'm just kind of like sitting there and I have my hand, my fingers crossed, you know, on on top of like my second rack. And I'm, I close my eyes to kind of, you know, and 
take a little nap. And I dozed off for about five minutes. I'd wake up and I'd try to do it again, sleep five minutes. But finally, you know, pencils down, everybody good. I'm like, oh, all right, well, good, good test. Like, that was tough. And so I, <laughs> he's like, we have a 15 minute break reminder. Uh, you cannot talk about the test outside the room. You cannot talk about the questions outside the room with anyone else. Your phone may not, is not allowed to be turned on at all during the break. Uh, it must be still powered down completely. And I'm like, all right, all right. 15 minutes. You know, I'm, I'm, this is where, this is where I'm starting to do real math. Like the, the test had nothing to do with like my math skills. My math skills now are being used on the fact that I have 15 minutes Two flights of stairs, and I want to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> that's where I'm. That's the math question I want to do right now. Like screw the like the all the things with the triangle and the and the little check mark divided sign, which, by the way, turns out later on that was not what I thought meant it was. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, I, I, I can do this. I think. So I, I kind of go out and I'm like, um, I, I, I look at the proctor as I walk out. And I'm like. I made a small joke. I'm like, did you think you were going to come in today and not have the most gray hair of anybody in the classroom? And he just kind of giggled. And he's like, no, did not see that coming. I'm like, and I was like, yeah. I was like, well, I'll be right back. And I just kind of walked. I didn't want to tell him I'm going to smoke a cigarette. So I go, I'm the only one going down this edge of the hallway. Because everybody else is going into the bathroom <laughs> and stuff. So I'm walking down the hallway. I go down. I walk out the front door. And now, as you know, like you go through one front door. is a barrier. And then there's another door. So I go through. And as I go through the, the, the first barrier, I go to push the second barrier. I go, let me check something. And I go like the door, and the door's locked. I'm like, okay, that's not good. And like I go check another door, and it's locked. And another, <laughs> and they're all locked. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, I'm like, well, I'm at least gonna get my cigarette in. So I kind of, I don't want to go out the full front door. So I'm like, I'm like hanging out the the, the, the other side of front door, holding it open <laughs> as I'm smoking my cigarette. At this point, a police officer like cruises through the parking lot. I just kind of wave at him. <laughs> So I get my cigarette. I don't want to smoke the whole thing because I don't. I don't have. I didn't. I can take my phone. I don't know what time it is. So I'm kind of like blind over here. <laughs> so I'm like trying to hotbox this thing, and I flick it out. Like I get most of it in because you know as a server, I've learned how to hotbox. And I'm like, okay, now here's like barrier number three of the day. Like, how am I getting back in? So I'm like, okay, I, I knock on the door. I'm like, kind of. I'm like, hello, hi. I'm like knocking. Hey, Trevor. <laughs> it's me. And this nice woman who's in the, the, I guess she's over like in the uh, the front office area. She kind of comes out of her de- and sees me and she gives this look and kind of walks over. And she, without even opening the door, she's like, through the door, she's like, can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> Not a good sign <laughs> already. I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to take the test. Uh, I, I came out here on my break and she's like, you're not supposed to leave. I'm like, well, I didn't leave. I just wanted to smoke a cigarette. No, not good. But, you know, hey. I mean, I've been doing Don't it longer. Judge, please. I've been smoking longer. These kids have been alive. You know, I mean, I need to come back and finish the test. She's like, you're here for the test? <laughs> Clearly, she doesn't believe me. And I don't think I blame her. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, ma'am. I was like, I'm here. I lost a bet. I'm going to do a radio show, Mike Rutherford show. I was like, it's, it's, it's a radio skit. I, I'm, I'm trying to take it seriously, though, but I need to get it. <clears throat> and she's just kind of looking at me like, like okay, like I, I can see her kind of like looking behind me, like maybe to wave the cop back over. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like I, pr- I please, I just, I, I tell you, you can go and ask the the, the 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 teacher up there. He looks like Steve Earle, like he's he knows me. <laughs> She's like, okay, well, you're not supposed to go out though. I'm like, I know, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't know. I, I I'm taking ACT at 43. Clearly, I don't learn things right away. <laughs> and she she kind of laughs a little bit. She's like, 
all right. And I'm like, and I kind of got, I, I kind of made a joke because I was coming. I was like, now the real test is me getting up these stairs, right? <laughs> kind of looked at me like crushed. Okay, yeah, I was like nailed it. This guy's good. <laughs> so I get back up the stairs. Luckily, I wasn't gone too long because there were still people in the hallway. And I go, I go up to to, to Mr. Earl slash Anderson, and I'm like, um, I was like, so um, you might be wondering like why I'm here. He's like, well, not me, but it's like the entire break. That's all these kids have been talking about up here. <laughs> is who's the old fat guy that's in the like, in this in the hallway that isn't a teacher? Like kids in the class, like I didn't I didn't have to warn them not to talk about the test because they could care less about the test. They want to know who this guy is sitting in this room. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I was like, I do a radio show. I was like, I don't know if he's like, he goes, actually, yes. I, I one of the other teachers informed us before the that you got here that uh, a couple of the proctors uh, are listeners of the show and said that there could be impossibly a uh, older older <laughs> gentleman coming to take the test today as part of a radio nice. gig. And uh, he's like, I don't listen to the show. I'm like, oh well, thanks. Uh, unnecessary information yeah, to add there, yeah, Steve. You could have just lied to me, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now or I'm just not said anything for the because I wasn't going to reveal his identity that he's hiding out here. But now I'm, I want everybody to know Steve Rose in Louisville. So, <laughs> so bubbles, you're trying to find him. There he is. And so he's like, but he's like, yeah, you're you're like the hot topic in the hallway. I talk, but and I look around like everybody. I can see like a couple of the girls like looking at me, going, like whispering to the other. I'm like, uh, that's that's good. That's good. This is like high school all over again. Like, it's, it's, I'm repeating it 30 years later. In another, and at least this time, I, I don't have any shame. So, uh, and I have to ask. I'm like, I was like, I gotta ask. It just bugged me the entire during my like, who won the state title in 2011? He's like, oh, I, I, he's like, I was on the the Jeffersonville girls team. They won. I'm like, oh yeah. Like, I forgot about the girls team. <laughs> so, uh, he said he knew Matt Dennison. Oh, nice. Uh, when I said I, I work in Sunday Nanny, he goes, WXBW? I said, yeah. So you know the station, you just don't listen, right? He's like, yeah. The hell, man. I know. He knows <laughs> the show, he knows Denison. He's... <laughs> uh, I mean, anybody in Sunday Nanny knows Denison. He's the, the dude around this He's area. the mayor. He is. Uh, gay hand, take a, take a, take a, take a seat, see, buddy. Matt Denison's the real mayor in New Albany. Uh, so I'm like, all right, well, you know, I appreciate you letting me keep my drink up. He's like, oh, it's no problem. He's like, you, well, you could use it. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Now I'm like, okay, I still like you, dude. But I get mean, a little too comfortable yeah. here. I got some grease back here if you want to use that too. Like Jesus, pal. So I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, I was kind of kind of worried about the death situation because the flashback when we went to break, getting out of the desk was not much easier than getting into it. I want to add. I can imagine. Like I saw, so I slid out and like I'm trying to like hold myself up so I don't fall back. Because I'm putting all my weight on my knees, my knees are already bent, and I'm kind of, I'm in a seated position, so getting out was semi-challenging, and then getting back in was like a fear. Of my, I, like I just had this like deadpool fear about getting back in this desk because I still have this mark on my stomach, <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, I was, and I made a you know self-deprecating joke. I'm like, yeah, time to you know squeeze myself back in this desk. He goes, he's like, I'm sorry, I don't have a table or something you could sit at, and I'm like. No, I was like, I'm a man of the people. I'm, if they're, they're at the desks, I'm at the desks. You know, I'm, I don't, I don't need any special treatment. Just, just my drink. You know, and uh, so I, I get back to the desk, and you know, I'm bumping the you know kids' head with my bellies. I'm scrolling. Like, excuse me, excuse me. And like I you know, squeeze back in, and unfortunately now, like I squeeze back in, I'm just not very comfortable. And there's not much to say the least wiggle room of like movement in the desk. 
So I'm like, oh god, I got like I got like two hours like this. I'm like I'm trying to like move around and I got like a cramp in my leg. I'm feeling like my shorts is riding up. I'm like I feel like I'm like showing brain maybe over here, but I can't okay. I can't test. I can't look, you know. So it's very uncomfortable. Like the shorts are riding up a little bit. Not very good, and I can't get up to fix it because the test starts and if I get up, there's no chance I'm getting back in. So the next was uh, was reading. And reading, I, I think I did. I didn't do as well as English, but I did much better than math. Not that that's setting the bar very high. Okay. Um, you know, you have to read the, the passage. Sure. But the problem is, it's 40 questions. You have 35 minutes or 40 minutes, 30, something like, like a minute per question, roughly. And I don't read very, very quickly. So, yes, I did. I think I did do well in English, despite what you may think. And so I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm more of skimming this article. Anything. And I noticed I have some passages marked, so I'm trying to read those like like first, really. That was a tease. Questions had nothing to do with those damn passages half the time. <laughs> They're just like throwing a curveball at me. Are you sure or did you just not read the parts of the passage that the questions Could were be about? a little bit of both. <laughs> could be could be a mix of the two. So I get to <laughs> So as I as I as I'm kind of, you know, skimming through the passages, I, I think one one of them okay, this is another example of why the test is old. It was about American Indians powwows. I'm like, for, when was this written? <laughs> like, I could have swore, like, even even Washington dropped the name. Like, the Cleveland dropped the name. We still got this in our tests. I got Discman's in the math section. I got <laughs> I got stories like powwows in the reading. I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, I'm, like, ready to look at the front and be, like, written in 1941 or something. You get to the section where a civil <laughs> rights movement is referred to yeah. as a looming danger. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm expecting... <laughs> That's where I feel like I'm like, good lord, man! Like I feel old with this. <laughs> Imagine these kids; I mean, they got probably they're probably offended. So I'm, I'm I'm skimming through this article about how powwows are important to the Indian heritage culture. Uh, so much easily written, <laughs> and uh, I get to the questions, and I'm like, like so. If the author, do you think the author was meant this, this, or this for this article? I'm like, I have no idea. Ask him. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, I, I think it's this. And then it got kind of how the whole reading kind of went along because as I realized, I looked down and I was like, I, I was like, I'm question 12, I think. And I had about nine minutes left in the test out of 40 questions. <laughs> Clearly reading did not go well, as well as I thought it would. So I, I, so I kind of, I didn't guess like I did math, but I, I, I skimmed a lot quicker. Yeah. And it was like, you know, if, if the author took this out, would the article be better? And I'm like, the whole thing, maybe? <laughs> I'm like, so I'm like, because then another art, another thing I had to read was about a woman in her dance studio that happened in the 20s and now no one believed in her because, like, she's a woman and they just were just allowed to write to vote and they messed that up, apparently, according to the article. So I'm like, okay, again, written in 1950 over here. And skimmed through that. I did get them all in with about a minute and a half left, maybe two minutes left. I'm like, okay. Reading, reading may not... You asked me what I did on English. Did, did math, I think I maybe pulled like a, a two, three maybe. <laughs> uh, depends how lucky I am with guessing. If you filled in all the answers, you probably got better than a two. You would think. You would like I'm to hoping. think. I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah. Well, hoping one hand and win. You didn't another and see which fills up first. Um, reading, I'm not as confident as I am with English. Um, blindly maybe. But I'm thinking reading at 36, that pulled in me like um, maybe, a, maybe a 12. Okay. 13 maybe? Okay. Uh, maybe 14? 
Uh, depends again, guessing skills. I like think your, your predictions right now are like 24, 14, 2. <laughs> it's like the worst measurements ever. <laughs> Which is, it's kind of like how my actual ACT went back in the day. <laughs> so last is science. And science comes up. I'm like, all right, I can do science. I, I loved Mr. Wizard as a kid. Like, this has got to be, I can handle this. Now, unfortunately, also at this point, like, I'm already, like, starting, like, to feel the strain of the desk. Like, the, the, my back's starting to hurt a little bit. Again, I don't know how far my shorts have ridden up and if I'm, like, offending anyone at this point. Um, I, I'm, 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 you know, muffing, topping over, still getting over the desk, like, the last time. Because the last time I got to push it, back, you know, down, like, this time I've lost all energy to push down. <laughs> Like I'm just letting it just just all like flop You're limping right there. To the line here. <laughs> I'm limping. I'm limping, man. I, I mean, I'm like I'm like Isaiah in '88 finals. I'm, I got a broken ankle. That but British I'm, sprinter in the '92 Olympics, needing his dad to come help him finish. I, I'm the I'm the girl getting carried off by her trainer right here. I mean, I'm just well, I forget. Terry Strug. Yeah, Terry Strug. Thank you. Uh, so I'm I'm over hurt. Not a, a good bit. analogy to make in this day and age. <laughs> what? Bella Caroli ended up being kind of great. <laughs> Oh, he carried her. He carried me. <laughs> You're the only one to carry. So, <laughs> so I am a little. I'm, I'm starting to. Get, I'm just uncomfortable. I'm moving around a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm sore, and I'm starting to feel like the wear and tear of like the second wind of waking up too early is starting to wear down on me. Like I'm getting a little sleepy right now. <laughs> I'm kind of ready to crash. Like it's, it's going to be a journey getting home in the car ride, maybe. So he hands out like last. He's like we have you know next section section four. Uh, is science, and he's like, oh, you have uh, 40 questions, you have 30 minutes or so, uh, you know, the test starts, you know, now. And uh, I'm like, okay, let's do this. One question in, this is not going to be good. <laughs> like, it's a lot of graphs, and, like, this is the last thing to stick in my face at this point in time. Like, I needed this number one. Like, if I'd gotten this, like, test one, I think I'd have been better. But, like, by this point, I'm just, like, ready. To, I want to smoke another cigarette. My buzz is worn off thanks to the steps in the desk. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure I've offended almost everyone in the classroom in some way just from being there. I just, the poor girl next to me, I think she's, she's getting these weird looks. And so I'm like, okay, like it's like, it's like student A did this with type, you know, with German, germifying like seeds, and student B did this and germification, and you know, they added this much stuff and this much, and which one's better? To, I'm like, this is just all Greek to me. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. You're ready to be done. I'm ready to be done. Like, I could give two bleeps about science. Who cares about science anyway, right? Um, so I get to the questions, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to read, like, the actual material. I'm, I'm going to different. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swing a little curveball here. I'm not going to read the material like I did in reading. I'm just going to read the question, and I'll go back to the material and see if I can find the answer real quick. Didn't exactly work as well as it did in my mind. <laughs> It sounds like a good plan. I thought, thank you, man. Like the little devil on my shoulder was like, dude, Trevor, you're going to nail it with this. So I read the question. I go back. I'm like, okay, what is so and so? I can't find it. It's like five minutes in. I'm still looking for the damn answer to the question. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to guess. Long story short, if that's possible, <laughs> 403. <laughs> Talk for an hour straight about this. I go in and kind of guess some of the questions. By some, I'm playing fast and loose with that word. I mean, more like all. Um, but I didn't get finished as quick as I did with the math. Luckily, only had 30 minutes, too. And then I started thinking, well, if I get finished, can I just like, get up and leave? But I, I, apparently, I'm not allowed to do that. So I took my time a little bit, tried to read a few more, got done with about 10 minutes left, <clears throat> sat there, feeling confident. 
Uh, mainly because I'm just like, counting down the minutes to get. Just like this is me in school all over again. I'm looking at the clock going, "Come on, come on, come on! I want to get out of here. I want to get out of here." <laughs> like 25 years later, I'm back in the same situation. And so the you know the clock runs out, and I'm like, "All right, let's go." I'm like, "I'm like ready for." I'm like, "All right, you can go." You know, Alice Cooper in the background. You know, I'm, I'm gonna bust through here like it's like you know 1976 in Texas, and I'm in the dazed and confused. And so I'm like, he's like, all right, uh, section test five. I'm like, I'm like, in back of my, I'm like, no, <laughs> no, we don't do the writing. No one here read writing. We just comp. We we assumed this early in the early in the day. No one's taking writing in here. But no test five. Leave. Bye. Goodbye. So he goes, oh wait a minute, we don't do test five. I'm like, yes. So he's like, all right, uh, everybody, I'm gonna come and collect the stuff. And he collects all the the papers. And yet, again, still people are kind of, kind of, you know, trying not. These kids, oh, God love them. The parents have done a great job. These kids because they're doing their best not to obviously stare at me. <laughs> so I want to give a shout out to the parents of any kid in that in room two hundred six during the eight a.m. Wagner ACT test. You've done a great job of making treat teach your kid not to look at like you know freaks and point and stare. Like they they have they they, they embrace that well. Uh, I knew they were trying to look at me, but they, they didn't make it obvious. So good for you because me at that age, I'd have been like, who the what the bleep? I'd have been like pointing and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like running out the hallway. Come here, everybody needs to see this. <laughs> so, so the teachers, uh, so Mr. Earl uh, or Mr. Anderson, uh, he's like, all right, everybody. He's like, he kind of looks over right at me. And I, I did not expect this. He's like, so do you want to tell him what's going on? <laughs> and I'm just kind of saying, like, in my mind, all I'm thinking about is, can I get out of this desk? And like, he's like, you want to tell him something? I'm like, huh? Oh, oh, yeah. I'm like, okay. So I looked at I was like, in case anybody was, you know, wondering, you know, uh, uh, who the older gentleman that I am, uh, I was like, I'm not in 32nd grade. Uh, I didn't fail. Uh, I work with a radio show. Your parents may listen to it. I doubt you do. Uh, the Mike Rutherford show, and I plugged the show. I'm like three to six every day, Monday <laughs> Friday. I'm like, and they're just kind of looking at me like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, so, like, someone dared me to take the test. So here I'm at 43. I'm hearing with you guys. I appreciate y'all like hanging out with me. I took the test. And this is a pure example of why you need to stay in school and don't do drugs unless it's weed. <laughs> and this point, the teacher's like, "No," <laughs> which, first of all, there's no way this dude ain't toked. And I'm like, "Look at this beard." I'm like, "He's like, he's like, no, 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 don't do." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, don't do." I'm like, "Wink." The kids are laughing at me. They think it's hilarious. And I'm like, "All right." He's like, "Well, everybody have a good day." I'm like, "Thanks." You know, I'm, I'm, I'm at this point. I'm like waiting for the kids to get up before I try to get up. <laughs> all right, so you gave the speech from your seat. Oh God, yeah. Like, the, yeah. There was like, I didn't want them to try to see me get up for a second time. Like, it took all my knee power to get me up the first time. And between you, me, and everyone listening, like, I'm amazed I didn't like poop myself at some point because this, like, or or even fart because like the desk is like pressing on my stomach this entire time. So like, I'm worried like you know, noise is gonna happen getting up the second time. And I've already embarrassed myself enough with these kids. Just by being there in their presence. Luckily, for the record, it did not happen. The kids got up, moved. I um, I squeezed myself out, used the wall to help me get up. You know, grabbed my stuff from the front desk, uh, talked to the gentleman for a second. You know, like, hey, I appreciate you. He's like, yeah, no, it's you know, it's fine. I hope you did well. I'm like, I'm sure I didn't, but thank you for the confidence. And uh, I was like, do you mind? I'm gonna go kind of like like I, 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 I was like, everybody's you know going right to this point out of the stairs to leave. And like now, I want to go left because I want to kind of go around the school. See the school. I want to see the school again because I've you know been there in 25 years, and when I was a student there, I barely was there to begin with. 
So I was like, you know, I was like, I'm going to go this way and kind of take a nostalgic walk. Do you mind? He's like, I don't care. Like, he's like, my job's done. Like, he's like, yeah. he's like, look at me like, dude, I don't know why you're asking me for this. Raid the place. Like, like, you're older than me. Like, why, should I, why, <laughs> yeah. why am I, why do I need to give you permission to do something? So I was like, all right, well, so I just go walking. And anybody's ever been to Wagner, it's literally just like one giant hallway. Uh, and I go walking around and I'm, I'm kind of, it's kind of cool and nostalgic. I'm like, you know, this is where like, set the, uh, all the soda machines used to be, which are now gone because they realized, you know, obesity. I guess I helped with that at least, hopefully. And I saw where the library is. They put a new door into the library. And um, I get down as I'm walking down the hallway. I get down the hallway, and I'm like, I'm like, my mind is blown. Because I don't know if I've told you this. When I was there, like, a running joke would be, like, we would tell freshmen we'd sell them, like, for a dollar an uh, elevator key. So they could use the elevator, not the stairs. Uh-huh. But there was no elevator. There's now an elevator. Wow. And I kid you not, this is the creepiest thing I have ever seen in my life. Like, I'm coming down the hall, and I can see the elevator to the hall. I'm like, what? Is that I'm, like, kind of, like, in awe. And it's not closed. The doors were kind of doing this, like, little close open, little close open. Like, like, it's stuck. And I get up to it, and I'm like, okay, I, I'm torn here. This is, like, test number two of the day. Like, do I want to take the steps down, which I don't want to do, or do I get in this elevator, which I'm, like, 85% sure I'm going to die in if I do. Because it's, it's not even closing. Like, the doors are just going, like, like begging me, like, come in, come in. So I press the button, and nothing comes on. I'm like, screw this. I'm going down the steps. So I walk down the steps, start walking the hallway. I see a courtroom now. I sent you a picture of. Uh, apparently, they have a courtroom at Wagner. Back in my day, they just sent you straight to jail, but now they have a courtroom. Trev, it's, uh, it's 409. Dual process. We, 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 are, we, are we close here? Yeah, we're at the end almost. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this, the tour. I'm just letting you know where. So I'm walking through. Uh, then after I convince the janitor that I have a reason to be there, because she's kind of very curious about it. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I go to leave, and the kids are. I hear the kids kind of still snickering, get in the car, call you, and uh, went home and fell asleep and barely woke up in time to do a Western game. I knew you were going to crash. I knew oh, I you were, were going to be man. just dead after the test. I crashed hard. I, I didn't crash right away. I went over my buddy's house for a minute. He laughed, told him the story of his wife about what happened. And then uh, I got home like right about like maybe twelve thirty, and I was gone. Like I woke up, I had to be here at like five. I woke up at like four forty-five. All right, so you you completed the test. You said going in, you th- your prediction was you were going to get a sixteen. Do you feel more confident, less confident now? You thinking higher? You thinking lower? After taking the test, what do you think you're going to wind up getting when those? Well, how does it grade? Does it take all four and like do it d- divided by four? Exactly. It's it's the average of your four scores in the four tests. Okay, so I'm gonna—I don't have my calculator with me, but I'm gonna—I'll let you do this math and tell me what my score okay. is in this number. I think I pulled like a 22 on the English. Okay, that'd be good. I—I I did good on the English. I do good. So math, I think I'm gonna do like a a six. Okay. Uh, reading, I'm gonna pull like a—I a, think I'm gonna pull a 16 on reading. Okay. I think I did well on the guessing and skimming. Uh, science. Uh, probably turn out like Jurassic Park. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna say like a I'm gonna say like a seven. Okay. So what is my score? So that's fifty one divided by four is about a thirteen. <sighs> it's not good. I'm I, I'm gonna really need English to pull the away. <laughs> okay. Like English is really gonna have to. I mean, I need English to be like Mikhail Cunningham, like the Duke game kind of thing. Yeah, I, I need English to really really do it, pull its thing. All right, we got to go to break. We're long overdue. It took you. Oh, uh, sorry. 
a little bit over an hour to tell that story. I was not expecting it to be that long, but I was riveted. I enjoyed said. I enjoyed every second of it. <laughs> uh, well, Thornton's text line has some questions. I've got a couple other questions. We will talk sports in the second hour, uh, a little bit about what happened over the weekend in the world of college football and some NFL talks and still fresh in all of our minds. What it all, baby. Keep it locked right here. The Mike Rutherford Show rolls on next here on Trevor Post ACT Day on 1450 and 961, The Big X. Now. Up in the morning and out to school. The teacher is teaching the golden rule. American history and practical man. You study him hard, hoping to pass. Working your fingers right down to the bone. And the guy behind you won't leave you alone. All right, we're back in. Mike Rutherford Show, Monday edition ring, here on 1450 and 961 The Big X. Reacting to Trevor Kelsey taking the ACT Saturday morning, a story that you got in a concise 65 minutes uh, to start the show. This would be a whole lot. I mean, I think you need to do more things. It would be a lot easier on me. I could just let you talk for an hour, and then we can do semi-sports stuff for like two hours. Yeah, but it has to be summer. We just had, we were, it were, it's perfect that the Louisville was a Thursday, because if it was Thursday, we would have had to push this back to like starting now. Exactly. And if we would have done the first this, hour about look, Louisville, yeah. This is a, again, it's a very special episode. This isn't going to happen regularly. No. We don't get Trevor out of the house very I mean, long. I've only taken it twice in 25 years. How regularly well, do you think it's going to be? One and a half times, actually. Well, uh, technically, This yeah. is the full time. Because I couldn't get <laughs> I'm just so glad I could convince that woman to let me back in. I like it really scared me. Like in. she was like, I was like, I'm here. She's like, no, really. Like she's like ready to get Chris Hansen on the phone. Like as someone with kids, I'd be a little bit more nervous about the fact that she did let you back in. <laughs> I'd have been fine if she was like, no. What what was screaming? I didn't have my keys. Like I had nothing. Like my keys and everything were in the in, uh, was in the, the studio. It was in the classroom still. So even if I'm locked out, I had to sit there and wait. I couldn't even go in my car. <laughs> Uh, Sean Moth did text in and said, this is like listening to Gordy LaChance around the campfire. <laughs> Lord, that's Lord. <laughs> great. Sean, I'm, that's a, that is a comparison I, I'm privileged to be a part of. Now, like legendary Jerry Jim Pence. Kelch also tweeted in. So the show tweet that I, I put out there was like 25 years ago after not finishing the ACT as a high school student. 43-year-old Trevor Kelsey completed the test Saturday morning. His story comes now. I think Kelch thought this is like a, a truly inspirational thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you dreamed of finishing the ACT. And it's like, you know, when they talk about former athletes who left school early, like went back and got their degree for college. And <laughs> I think he's thinking this is one of those instances. And he just responded with, you the man, Trevor, with about 15 exclamation points. <laughs> yeah, Jim, you know, you the man, Jim. Jim is the man. I love Jim. We, uh, we had to get... We had Nick on the show all the time. I need to get Jim on the show. There is also one guy on Twitter who's very upset that we're doing this. Oh, what, what's that? that guy? Was that the guy who blowed Jim on Twitter? He said, looking for some sports chatter. Had a chance to give you a listen today after not being able for a bit. I understand and usually enjoy some off-topic material every once in a while. It's been an hour on Trevor's ACT story thus far. I'm done. Probably not coming back. Eh, yeah, sorry, buddy. We lost that guy. That's fine. <laughs> He's called the drifter. I mean, I don't think we would have had him be for long back. anyway. He'll He's going to drift back, yeah. He'll be fine. Now, the, the last question I have, do we know when the scores come in? They told me two to eight weeks. Well, that's a pretty that's, big window, Cable two to, That's why I said two to eight weeks. I was like, what are you, an instant rebate? Like a mail-in rebate or something? 
and I don't know, are they going to email it to me? Are they going to like? I would assume it's going to be it's, it's email now. I mean, See, I remember I, back I in the day, it was all mail. mail. Yeah, but then when I took the LSAT, which was I guess 2010, that was on that was via email. Part of me kind of wants it to be like a special delivery dude, like that, like when when. Like the kid that brought Clark his check, like it's, it fell between my seats. I'm sorry. Like I, I, I want to be a special. I'm kind of hoping for that, you know. Like somebody come knock on my door. Like, hey, we're with the ACT. <laughs> Here's your results. You just you need to sign for it and give us a fingerprint. I yeah. can't wait for it. I'm very excited. About it. All right, five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton text line. You guys, understandably, had some thoughts. We'll get to some of your thoughts now. Hey, Avril Levine's trending. Texas, I'm very proud I can make Trevor taking the ACT happen. Well done, TK. I'm proud of you. L's up. Oh, was it was that was that our texter who originally brought it up? I guess that's the guy. I'm oh, gonna, well, thank you, dude. I'm not gonna yeah. put the effort in to go back and look, but <laughs> I think that I'm assuming that's him. <laughs> Texas says, I think I ran some laps at Wagner while Trevor was taking the ACT. Consider me a witness. Uh there were people on the the field, yeah, running. They're still running laps up there. Yeah. I did, so I walked up there with John. I noticed some people playing like softball practice outside one of the windows when I was doing the tour. Well, they don't the soft that softball field. I don't know if you've seen it. It's uh, they're not playing softball on that anytime soon. Playing fast and loose with that term. It's, yeah. uh, it's the, the weeds are just all over. It was actually that. just two girls playing catch, but I was kind yeah, of assuming it was softball. I don't think they actually have. It. T- they haven't had a team in a few years. I took an un- 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 unauthorized tour of the building. <laughs> um, so Mary had a her best friend. We get we had babies all around us everywhere. Like her, her sister had her, her baby today. Shout out to Kaylee and Todd. We love you. Um, Shut but up. Mary's best friend is pregnant as well. So she went to Versailles, Kentucky for her baby shower on Saturday and she took Virginia. So it was just boys day. Oh, so, nice. so John and I walked up after you had, I knew you were already gone. Cause you texted, you were like, I'm done. I didn't, I didn't think it was gonna be that early. Well, we, I we, thought I'd walk up there and maybe be able to chance to meet you like 1230, but you were, you were done like way before I thought you were going. to be We done. got done 25 minutes earlier than everyone else because no, we didn't have the writing. The writing section. Okay. Yeah. So we got done at like 7, 30, I guess. I think it was around. So I walked up there around like probably 12, 20. There were still people leaving the building. There, you know, the parking yeah. lot was not very full, but there were still people that you could tell it was some proctors and some kids. And, yeah. And I was like, this is where it happened. John, this is, this is <laughs> a magical moment happened right to your left. You know, historians are going to look back on this moment when I like, when I like, History. when I cure cancer or something later on. Or like you know, bring world peace to to to, to this country, to this world. That's why it's called world peace. Um, is that they're gonna look back? And go. It all started the day he took the ACTs. My friend did text in and said, "How can Trevor possibly think that he did well on English when he can't pronounce fifty percent of people's <laughs> names on the show?" <laughs> if the, it's not a pronunciation test. Thank you. <laughs> Texas. The says, problem is though, I do have a. Pro- I, I'm not the best at punk like where like commas go and things. That's and probably that- gonna hurt you. It's probably um, that, <laughs> it's not great. Might not be, a great asset. Might, might have brought down a score slightly. <laughs> Texas says, way to go, TK. Yeah, thank you. Texas says, I'm crying. The TK story is gold. <laughs> Texas says, most desks aren't welded. LOL. Oh, no, this no, they. <laughs> I did like in front of me on the back of each desk, there's a sticker that said it was moved by workaholics and shout out to them because they're a sponsor for St. X football here. Nice. Yeah. The show? Yeah. Well, not the show, but the The, the, the broad- show was funny back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that, yeah. Texas is maybe the hardest I've ever laughed while at work. Trevor is uh, is legendary. Thank he you. Is. Can we talk really briefly about how Patrick Ryan is at 680 right now working and listening to our show in his headphones <laughs> while he's producing a show at 680? When he could actually be here working on this show? <sighs> Absolute Judas. I mean, Judas. seriously. I say we pull the Trey Ryan commercial from our airwaves. Well, then we won't know who went to Roosters. This is Trevor Kelsey for Clippers. <laughs> 
<laughs> Love you, Brent. I'm a bull I don't care. Like, I, it didn't even occur to me until like last week when you're like, why does why he say his name's Trey Ryan when no one knows who he is? Manual football fans do. And I've been hearing this spot for like months and I didn't even think about it. I was like, that's a really good point. <laughs> it didn't even occur to me. Texas says, I believe that may have been the best opening 30 minutes to a sports radio show since the day Satterfield left. Louisville, <laughs> Trevor has been ready to run through a wall with the optimism. I love that you thinking you may have gotten a 13 on the ACT is unbridled optimism. Oh, no, I can't wait. I'm already, I'm already keyed it up. Like, I want to get a 17, and I'm going to come out to like Winger. Like, he got a 17, 17. Texas says, on, a- on average, how many points do the other students lose due to Trevor's presence at the exam? <laughs> how many kids saw their full rides destroyed by his mere existence? How many saw their dreams of being the first of the family to attend college go up in flames by him just being present? Our nation's educational system may never recover. I, want- I said this before you took the test. You definitely cost at least one kid in that room probably three points on that test. But... I gave everyone a story. Multiple people in that class will never forget that they no. took the ACT with a 43-year-old <laughs> radio show producer. They will tell that like for the rest of their lives. Yeah. They'll be drunk in college five years from now telling that story to at 1 a.m. to all their friends. And next thing you know, it's like the class that had 15 kids with me. It'll be like, you thought there was 30 kids in there. Like, I think I was in that class. Yeah. I mean, like, you know. <laughs> they say you die two deaths. The day you actually die. And the second death is the day that people stop saying your name. You're not going to die for a long time, my friend. <laughs> your, your name will live on for years and years and years. So th- these kids are going to be like 95 years old talking about, yeah, I would have gone to Harvard if this 43-year-old hadn't been sitting next to me reeking of weed and slugging this Chick-fil-A <laughs> drink. Scoot sent me a text on Sunday. He goes, how'd the test go? And I was like, great. Stanberry offered me a scholarship. <laughs> Harvard of the West. I was, like, I was like, also got one from uh, Hillman in uh, Port, Port, uh, Port Chester, which is a PCU reference. Hope the Palau College is ready. <laughs> Adams University wants me. It's like, uh, so he was like, did you finish? And I was like, I finished. And he's he like, finished. Uh, uh, it's all I can see one. No, I like how you wait till Sunday night to hit me up, though. But wants I, 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 I so badly like, yeah, like, no, like I said, the parents of these kids did a great job, but I'm stared or giggled, at least right to my face. Um, but I was like happy to see. Like, I was kind of ready. I was, like, waiting for, like, somebody to look at me and be, like, just stare at me and be, like, it's your future, kid. You better you better do good in this test. What if you got into a fight? <laughs> like, you get a fight? <laughs> can you beat up a kid? Like I said, these— Who's uh, saying you would beat him up? You <laughs> <laughs> get your ass kicked by I a 14-year-old. Would. One of these kids had some hairy legs. I mean, I'm I'm curious if he was as old as I am. Don't, don't talk about this on the radio. <laughs> Texas Mike, listening to Trevor recount his ACD experience from Saturday as some of the greatest radio in the history of radio. You should make Trevor doing things of this nature a regular part of the show. <laughs> I could listen to him for hours. We did. We tried to Trevor tries it back in the day. He did, but then we, that was we, a different show. Yeah, we also realized you know it can't be. We have to we, we have to keep a you know a limit on what I'm doing because there's still like a 75 to 98 percent chance I got concussion from doing the one Trevor tries it during yeah, soccer. It was bad. I mean, I, I won't say I had a concussion, but I could smell gasoline for like the next two days. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> That's not Texas, yeah. I can't believe the battery in Trevor's calculator still works. Did you replace it? Or? No. Whoa. So I, this battery's been there since like 1993. Oh, it's got this thing's has to be from like, I think I got this in middle school. Like maybe even elementary school. Like it's look at that. That looks like a third grade calculator. Oh, yeah. 90s. I mean, my mom probably bought it at like, I think on a road trip somewhere. Like she saw it and was like, I think maybe she worked at Maxwell's back in the day. 
Like, and you have to be, but it hasn't been turned on giggity, in like you know thirty years. So like, I, it, the battery still works. Yeah. Texas, these kids thought Trevor was in a coma for twenty years and, and then became a savant since he finishes <laughs> math at half the time. I. It's funny, Texas. That that was on the tip of my tongue as a joke when he asked me to give the speech. I was gonna be like, yes. I went to a coma in 1994. I just woke up. I, I'm here to take the test. I always have that, that thought. How's that MTV, kids? <laughs> I, I always have that thought in school, especially during like math classes or, or standardized math tests, where there was like one kid that you know, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this kid's dumb, and he would finish his math very quickly. And I was like, I always thought he's probably just just guessing. Like he just. But then there was always that part of me that was like, what if he's just really really smart? <laughs> and just hides it. He's like too cool for school. Has this kid been some sort of savant this entire time? Like you always kind of had that thought, and then usually got back like at forty-two on his test, and you're like, yeah, he's just. He's I like, mean, I tried to look around to see who was like who's finished like before me or after me, but again, my, my movement in the desk was very limited. It's limited to the point where I could see the person in front of me, some of the, some of the girl next to me, and like the two people in front of her. Everyone and, and I could see Dusty over a little bit. Too. He was in the front row of the of the other of one aisle over. So Texas, I, what's the over under on Trevor's score, and where can I bet it? What would you set the? I'm setting the over under at fourteen. Now, and a half. now you've heard the story. Yeah, you're saying fourteen and a half. Fourteen and a half is where I'm setting the over under. Oh, I'm taking the over under. I think I can do the over. Well, your own score prediction was was below a thirteen. So well, I didn't know how it worked. I think I did better <laughs> math now. Okay. <laughs> Texas Trevor almost spent as long telling the story as he did taking the test. In actual taking, yeah, because the, the math I only did like, I mean, it took me thirty minutes to even guess. That's not good. Texas. That's the sad part. Like, if I if I ten minutes, I've actually tried to do the math. Like, yeah. there's there's sections next to it. Like, you can work out your work here. I was like, I thought about just writing like just like little love notes, just because I didn't know practice hey, working. Yeah, hey Steve. <laughs> You're the best proctor ever. You're the best proctor. <laughs> I do like the dear Andrew Luck, Melma. Like, dear mother, war as hell. ACTs are right there with it. <laughs> P.S. I'm horny. Texture says, Rutherford, you can't rush a quality story. Why don't you go ahead and poop on the scoop while you're at it, huh? Yeah. Texture says, the Twitter hater is wrong. I could have used two hours of Trevor ACT talk. There's never enough. Uh, I couldn't. Sorry, I had to finish it. I had to wrap it up. Texas, I keep hearing "Chariots of Fire" theme as Trevor runs across the parking lot like the Griswolds getting to Wally World. Didn't have to go too far across. Texas, <laughs> I bet Trevor would have nailed the math portion if he had the right calculator and then he sent it to the, the, the Hello Kitty yeah, I can count calculator. No, but that one doesn't that have one's my name too, on. That one's more advanced than the one you actually. Okay, okay, had. you're looking at this. Apparently, this is this is doesn't mean divide. What's that? What's the what's it mean when that symbol above the seven? It's for fractions. That's what I thought. No, Is not above right? the eight, above the seven. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a little check mark, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was like for, for dividing. Apparently, it's for something well, else. Well, it's not for dividing. It's for fractions. Oh. What did I say my guess my score was on math? <laughs> <The> <laughs> I still looked. My favorite part was when I showed him my calculator still, maybe. It's got my name on it. Oh, no. The, the, the thing that you're talking is the, the, the little... Check mark with the, the swoop is, yeah. is for like square square roots. Oh, see, I thought it was for divide. Divide's the one on the side, like right above the time. Yeah, but like when you the write two, the, the, the line. No, the I, know, line I know, I know that, I know below. that. But like the other one, like when you write out, like when you do like long division, like uh, division, that's what you use. Like you use a little check mark thing. So I thought that's what that was for. That was on my calculator too, which made me think it was was fancy. <laughs> 
I'm starting to think some of those questions I maybe have guessed <laughs> on were not right, actually. At least it was multiple choice. <laughs> Texas, congrats, Trevor. I'm giggling at work while listening to your story. Oh, well, thank you. Hopefully, hopefully you don't have a serious job. Texas says, sounds like he feels good and fit in the desk. Congratulations, TK. <laughs> what sounds like what? Sounds oh, like he feels good and he fit in the desk. Congratulations. <laughs> Texas, this is incredible radio. I feel like I just got to vicariously live as a kid listening to radio programming in the 30s before there was television. <laughs> Trev, I would totally listen to you narrate books. You're actually a great storyteller. Oh, thank you. I try. It was There was a lot of description to give. Texas, hard not to picture uh, TV TK, TK walking yeah. in like Tommy Boy, smelling like <laughs> roast beef and bong water, big gulp in hand. It was not a big gulp. It was my uh, it was my Chick Fil A cup from the night before with with my still my uh, my my DoorDash sticker across the front top of it because <laughs> I thought to myself I was like I, <laughs> I had two cans of Mellow Yellow and I was like I think I'm just gonna pour these in the cup instead of walking there with two cans. And I'm so glad I didn't take my my box of uh, uh, blueberry muffin mini blueberry muffins in. Because when I got in there and I'm the only one who wants even a drink, I'm like, I thought, and then he's like, no eating and drinking in here. You must put all the stuff to the side and you can stay for the break. I'm like, did you bring someone for a snack? I, no, I left it in the car. Okay. And I'm so glad I did because I was felt embarrassed enough that I, like, I was the only one with a cup. Like, could you like if I brought in like the. old bucket of chicken from KFC. That would have been all <laughs> If I put it under my desk, I'm never going to be able to reach it again. Oh, I mean, that's something. 50% chance it's going down. 100% chance it ain't coming <laughs> you up. You brought in your foreman grill. Uh, I got 15 minutes, plenty of time. <laughs> Anybody want to brought? Texas, this show reminds me of the episode of the Seinfeld where Kramer pulls the Merv Griffin set out of the trash. We <laughs> Texas, the seats were so tight that Trevor apparently lost his peripheral vision. I did. Like, I couldn't. Like I couldn't move all the way to the right and left. I could only move like slightly. It was it was very uncomfortable. Like I'd, and I'm looking around the whole time, looking at like, every one of these kids have like 17 to 20 inches between their belly and the desk. I'm like, he says it. <laughs> Texas 14 and a half. I'm hammering the under. Oh man, I, I don't I know. I can't wait for score day. I can't wait. Texas says people let us know that's for square roots. Thank you. We got there. We followed, <laughs> we, we made it there. Where were you on Saturday morning? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. A little late there, buddy. Texture says, after hearing Trevor talk about the calculator, he probably should have started with elementary map testing in JCPS. <laughs> Texture says, if TK got a 36, he should be honored at halftime with the Notre Dame game. If you got a 36 <laughs> on the ACT, what would we actually do? Oh, I get, I'm, I'm putting like an ad out in the paper. Like, girl, I'm, I'm, I'm going to order like, I'm ordering like, yard signs. I'm ordering sponsorship time on like a WDRB or something. Yeah, you know, like the, this is the, uh, the the guy does like the speech, like this is the back page with my, my thoughts with Tom Lane. I'm gonna replace that. Like I'm Trevor. Hi, I'm Trevor Kelsey with the Mike Rutherford Show. I scored a 36 on the ACT. You're gonna go full the next, Mr. Th- for the next 25 seconds. I'm just going to tell you to suck it. <laughs> you're gonna let uh, you go full Mister 3000. Like your Twitter name is Mister 36. Oh yeah. <laughs> Never finished that movie. <laughs> Texas, good for you, Trevor. I hope you pass, brother, from Chris the Plumber. All right. Texas, looks like you found an ACT coach for Virginia and John. <laughs> me, me or Mr. Earl? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I don't want to know. All right, we'll, we'll take our first break for this hour. We'll come back. We'll, talk, we'll try to talk a little bit of sports. I know that people are going to keep bringing you back to the ACT, but yeah. it was an interesting weekend in college football. We'll share some thoughts there. We'll talk a little NFL as well. Trev's not just passing the ACT. The Eagles are passing the test on the field against the Patriots. <laughs> Barely. We're right there with you. 
Championship headed. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for betting the Bengals. Keep, keep it locked right here. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 961. The Big X. Back in the classroom, open your books. Keep it the teacher, don't know how mean she looks. Of the day. It's all about going back to class. It's all about going back to school. I wasn't smoking in the boys' room. I wouldn't. I was. I was be damned if I'm gonna do that. I probably should have though. I'm just, like, I almost got locked out. But. Man, you almost cost you your second half of your test. <laughs> that been, how horrible would I have been if I couldn't even take the second half of the test again? I had a friend text me during the break. How do you not know how you get your scores? Surely it says somewhere. Did you just not not look? No, it just. I didn't think about it. No. I mean, he, <laughs> he just said they'd be there in two to eight weeks. He didn't say where though. I'm sure that they they're I'm, gonna sit. I'm sure that if I go to my account, they're probably gonna be on there. Like, what isn't that where they post these? Think? I, I I don't know. I don't know if it's via email. I'm sure they don't just send it to your house anymore. But I mean, how awesome would that be though? Like, I want. I really I do want a dramatic reading of the score. Oh, I want like a messenger with like a scroll. Like, hearey, hearey. Like the whole neighborhood comes around, which is probably a bad thing for me. A nine in English. Trevor got a seven. <laughs> if. You like see if, that first English score and it's bad. That's when like, you know you're just and like, and like right as so he says it, like the like the, the confetti cannon blows up. It's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like ends math, 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 math. I want to like old school echo like the announcement announcers at baseball bars. In math, math, math. He got a three. <laughs> it would be fun. <laughs> it would be good. Uh, college football over the weekend. First of all, I saw the new AP poll came out this morning. And we're in and, it. No, we're not. We didn't get a vote this week. We somehow got votes Spiracy. in the first two. I guess 56 to nothing wasn't impressive enough, but UK still is getting plenty of votes despite winning 28-17 against EKU and hey, looking like hot garbage. I no. wouldn't know. I couldn't watch the internet game. but I couldn't either, but from what I understand, that score was only close because apparently Stoops' buddies with the coaching staff over there. Is that and what he, it is? And he was trying to ask, I don't, I don't. I'm not going to throw the, the blog under the bus who wrote this headline. But Roush? No, it wasn't Roush. <laughs> But it is a Kentucky website that that, that that runs this. And the headline, I think I sent you the picture. I was like, blew my mind when I saw it on Facebook. It was like, the hot rumor online is in conspiracy is that Stoops kept this game close just because he's friends with EKs. Oh, come on. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Pain, that's what That was Payne's strategy all last year, too, was he's going to win four games. So when he comes out and wins 20 this year, it was all, it was all a ruse. So, so far this year, we've had <laughs> Indiana – Played it close to the best against Ohio State offensively because they were saving up for the Louisville game. That's right. Yeah, no. And we've had UK kept it close against EKU because Stoops and uh, Matt Walt Wells are, are, are just. Is that who their co- I don't even know their coach yeah. is. Meanwhile, Indiana's coached by the son of the, their, their most famous coach ever, Bill Mallory, and they're blowing them out and like they're not holding back. I mean, we beat Murray by 56. Yeah. So. I think their, co- their, their coaching staff, I mean, Tom Allen has been very public, especially during the game, how much he's. Admire Bill Mallory and loves and is how close he is with their son and Indiana State's coach. I made the joke on Twitter. Last thing we'll say about UK, 
since he beats EKU in week one by like a billion points, they scored 66, they just destroyed them, and then it was EKU and UK are tied at halftime, and EKU only loses by 11. I kind of feel like that's the closest Scott Satterfield's gotten to beating Kentucky. <laughs> Which we can't make too many jokes at Scott Satterfield's expense because you know, they, they, they went up to Pitt and they, they did something that I don't think people, a lot of people were expecting. Nah, especially me. And I mean, now I'm just like getting more pissed at Satterfield for like, what, what were you doing here? This is classic first year Satterfield, though. It is. This you're is right. You're right. You're right. We we we, we experience this uh, ourselves as well. So we did our pick 'em segment on Friday, and you and I we, we we don't talk about who we're gonna pick before. No. We both picked all ten games exactly the same. <laughs> we went eight and two, which is pretty good. I well, yeah. See, there's a reason why we're the same smart. There were only two. <laughs> There are only two games. Bill, let's talk about that English. Right? <laughs> <laughs> every, it's every sentence you knock your your, your predict, English prediction down. A like, point. is he going to get double digits here? <laughs> there are only two games that I felt really conflicted on. Yeah. The first was Miami A and M. I was like, A and M might have it. I don't know Miami. You know, so we both ended up picking Miami, and then Cincinnati Pitt was the other one. Just because I feel like for some reason I was like, this is kind of a this is a Satterfield spot. This is when I feel like he's going to go up there. We beat him by two touchdowns last year when he was at Louisville. Uh, you know, they you know, they just hung 66 on EKU. That has to count for something. They've clearly got a, enough of an offense to, to you know, play with a Pat Narduzzi coach team. And really, I mean, they tried to, to crap it away late, but they, from what I saw, I, I watched only like five minutes of the actual game, but it looked like they were in, in pretty firm control until the fourth quarter. They stopped being able to run the ball effectively on Pitt, and it sounded like Pitt would have had a real shot if Phil Dracovich, the Boston College transfer, Hadn't been just complete crap. <laughs> and then so bad that he got booed by the home fans, and he got asked about it after the game, and wow. he said, you know, if, I think if you're a grown man going to a college football game and booing, like, I think that you're, you're – it's pathetic. I think you probably need to look at what's going on in your life. Dude, he's a grown man playing quarterback in college. That's why I, was, I was like, aren't you like 23? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, dude. But he's like, obviously we didn't get the job done. He was 10 of 32 in that game. And oh. when I looked at the highlights that were online, he was missing wide-open guys by, like, Eight yards over their head. You have to be. You just know. You. I mean, to go ten and thirteen is almost like hard to even do if you try, right? The most shocking thing when it comes to that game is Satterfield and his staff were able to win despite the fact that North Carolina and App State once again went to double <laughs> overtime, and Carolina once again broke the hearts of App State with a forty to thirty four victory. Well, did App State win that game last year? They they pulled one no, upset, no, but I think Carolina won. No, the game. It, was, it was the next week they pulled the upset off the Hail Mary against somebody. They do, they do a Hail Mary at the very end of the game, and the guy caught it and won the game. Well, I knew that, but that was against a, a conference opponent. I think they yeah, but but I think they beat an FBS team last year, They too. might have. It wasn't North Carolina. It wasn't North Carolina. Okay. I mean, I, I mean anything, you have to at least good for the North Carolina kicker who who shanked the, the game yeah. winner, and they called timeout. You can see the App State's coach is like, why did I do it? And the very, I can't know if he got – did the, the second attempt get blocked, or did he just shank it again? I think he got blocked. Okay, because I couldn't – I was like, there's no way he could have shanked it that bad a second time. And then they got away with eight. Really bad call in the overtime too. Carolina did at least live. It looked like it was a, a really bad call. You talking about the whole where the, the receiver fell down? Yeah, I so thought it was it was it was A and M last year. App State went on the road and beat Texas A and M, who was number oh okay. Six. You're right. I'm they lost sixty three sixty one to North Carolina. They beat A and M, and then they had college game day come to town the next. And week. that was the hail and mary. That's when game. they beat Troy on a hail mary. Yeah, well, Troy's Troy, a good team. Yeah, Troy is good. Uh, and then they ended up having a you know, six and six year. Good boss too. But, yeah, he's a great boss. <laughs> Normally looks like anyone. I haven't seen him. I've seen him once in like three months. That's <laughs> really <laughs> true. We're gonna go over to that Taylorsville Road Studio for the first time. They're gonna forget who we are. I'm, uh, I'm actually gonna be over on Thursday. I gotta do. Uh, I gotta meet some people over there for the uh, the to go over the the transition stuff. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere in the ACC, it was mm-hmm. a 
interesting week in college football overall. I thought it was actually a, kind of a – this is one of those weeks where you look at the schedule and you're like, eh, man, not really any titanic matchups outside of maybe Texas and Alabama. And people thought you know, Bama might roll since it was at home and all this stuff. And those are the weeks when, when stuff kind of – Tends to get crazy. Like this week coming up looks like it's going to be another bland week. You probably going to get some crazy stuff. And you had the stats on Bama talking about, of course, now obviously we all know that they they, yeah. they should have probably lost Texas last year. It was from Chris uh, Chris Felica. All of his stats said like the last uh, seven times that Bama had been only a touchdown favorite or less, they were like uh, two and five. And they had only covered in one of those games. So I was like, this may be closer than I mean, people are thinking. They did not look good. We both picked Alabama still, right, though? We did. We did. Because, you know, I mean, when it, when in doubt, I mean, you're always just going to go with Alabama. You're going to be right eight out of ten times probably by doing and that. And being against Texas in a big game recently has also been yeah. a wise choice. <laughs> Very much so. But, yeah, Texas, I got to watch that game. I had it on the, the screen on here during the, while I was doing the Western game Saturday night. And, yeah, Alabama just looked like, just, I mean, like poo. They did look like poo. I mean, and Quinn Ewers like, looked fantastic. Yeah, I mean, and then of course I spent the rest of the night seeing all the 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 bad meme jokes about Arch Manning running for the the, the transfer portal after that one game by Quinn Ewers. He looked pretty good. He looked, pretty, he looked very good. I think he's running for after one game, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Elsewhere in the ACC, Florida State, no problem with Southern Miss, sixty-six to thirteen. They blew out the Golden Eagles. Never, I'm still never sad to see Southern Miss lose big. I still hate Southern Miss. Tyrone Nix, you're still on my you're still on my bad list. Mills kills play. Suck it. You suck. Uh, Notre Dame, NC State got delayed a couple of times by weather. The new video board in Raleigh got struck by lightning. <laughs> Not a good omen, right? It was an interesting first half. Ultimately, Notre Dame's offense, way, way too much. They beat NC State 45-24. It was one of those, like, we play both these teams coming up in the relatively yeah. near future. We get NC State uh, two weeks from Friday and then Notre Dame the Saturday after that. So you're kind of hoping that both teams could look bad somehow. But uh, that the NC State offense has significant issues. You thought that just getting Brennan Armstrong and, and Robert and I back together would vault them back into you know, glory or whatever. It has not happened quite yet. That's back-to-back games with just 24 points. Although putting up 24 in UConn is, putting, is different than putting up 24 against Notre Dame. I mean, I, I just still have a lot more confidence going into an NC State game than I maybe did before this, this match, watching them get beat by the way they did against Notre Dame. But um, I'm not less confident about Notre Dame, though. I'm still on the same level with Notre Dame. They look good, though. They, yeah, they've I mean, been very I, impressive. I, I want to see how they play against Ohio State in a couple. Of weeks. Is, is Brent Armstrong the one uh, uh, Keith hates? Didn't he? Didn't he just? Didn't he? Didn't he just like not like Brent Armstrong? Or I'm not thinking somebody. I have else. no idea. I thought. Well, I thought it was the time he like just did not like him. Maybe. Maybe he just thinks he's overrated. Well, well, that yeah, that's what I meant. I mean, he despises him as a human. I just think he, he sucks as a football player. Yeah. Yeah, we got Notre Dame plays before they play us. They got Central Michigan this weekend at home. Should be. You think no issues, then Ohio State at home, and then they're at Duke before right before they play us. So they will be battle tested before they they come to to LNN I mean, Stadium. Duke might be the best team on LNN. Might be. <laughs> Ohio State's interesting. Ohio State's they've got the weapons. I mean, they're kind of like a version of us almost to a degree. Like, but do they have the quarterback to get the weapons the ball? They got a quarterback issue for sure. Yeah, but they have. I think. I mean, I love our weapons, but they've probably got. The best I weapons mean, in all of college Yeah, football. I mean, yeah, Harrison Jr. is going to be He's probably the first wide receiver since Keyshawn to go number one, maybe. Uh, it, North Carolina, we mentioned double overtime. They hang on to beat App State 40-34. to Duke, no problems keeping it going after the, the Clemson win on Monday. They beat Lafayette 42-7. to The game that we, you and I were both you know, a little bit nervous on. Miami kind of took it to Bobby Petrino and Texas A&M 48-33. Tyler Van Dyke. Looked really good. I, that was probably the game that I watched the most of on Saturday, uh, and he looked he looked damn good. Uh, and scary moment. Can uh, was it Kitchens the the, the Miami safety uh, got hurt late in the game. Miami safeties looked damn good before that too. Um, but Miami, you know, they're doing the Miami thing where 
they look pretty good in September. I feel like they're probably going to fall flat on their face at some point in October. But that game, when we play them in the second to last week of the season, we know they've got talent. They kind of pick and choose late in the year. I feel like when they start to play hard, when they want to play well, I still just I've got I have a terrible feeling about the game. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because I, I mean, looking at Miami's schedule, I didn't realize it too. They they play for at Florida State the, the week before they play us. Well, maybe they'll, they'll so, still be crushed. I mean, we, we or could, maybe they'll be motivated. Yeah, I was going to say we could get them one of two ways. It depends what kind of Miami team and heart they have. We could get a Miami team gets blown out that's just tapped out because of that, or bounces back heavily against us. So. We will know. They actually on the road back to back games in Mokana State and Florida State before they play us. So. I don't hate it. Yeah, Miami's schedule is not easy before they get to us. I don't hate it at all. Clemson looked like ass early on against Charleston Southern. They actually trailed 17 uh, 14. They trailed 14 7 at one point. I was like, stop, stop. I can only be so erect. This is incredible. Because <laughs> when UK was also struggling too, I was like, oh, this is. I can't deal with this right now. I swear I didn't pop a blue pill, honey. I, this is just football. <laughs> they got right in the second half, though, and ended up hanging uh, 66 on Charleston Southern in a 66-17 victory. Uh, Vandy and Wake was postponed or I guess delayed a number of times. Well, by, two teams in the same week, which scored 66 points yeah, on the ACC. By Storms. Wake Forest ends up taking care of Vandy 36-20. to I think at that point. That covered, too, by the way, for me. The ACC had moved to 4-0 against the SEC. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Purdue, though, the Big Ten takes care of Virginia Tech, 24-17. Purdue bouncing back from that difficult loss to Fresno State in week one. Virginia Tech looks bad, bad. Yeah, I know. I they agree. Look, they, look, they look bad, bad. I watched a little bit of that game, too. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, speaking of bad, bad, Boston College, after losing to Northern Illinois at home in week one, barely beats Holy Cross from FCS. Uh, they went 31-28. Another game. Did you see the – it was de- delayed by the weather – and like all security guards just left the field, so all these Boston College students were just running across the entire field, like from end to end, and like taking pictures at midfield and all this. It was a very weird scene. I mean, they're probably just like we're just happy they're here. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, they're the only eighty people left in that stadium. <laughs> yeah, it looked I know. Like. But they uh, Boston College did not look good for a second straight week. Only there was an ACC game that didn't get on delay because of weather this week. I, I mean, know, it, was, it was it was a disaster. We found out today, by the way, that Louisville Boston College in two Saturdays will be a three thirty kickoff on the ACC network. That is, of course, the Kim Schatzel inauguration kickoff game, which we've all – I mean, that's going to be the biggest crowd since post-COVID. We were saying it was going to be a couple weeks ago against Murray State. That'll be – in all seriousness, though, 3.30 kickoff against a conference opponent. The weather should be beautiful. It's it's one of the best times of the year in Louisville uh, for weather traditionally. I think that that should be a a very well attended Especially if we're going into a 3-0 after beating Indiana. So, I mean – Hopefully. Yeah. But with the Purdue game, I think I want to say with with delays – the game from start to finish went like nine and a half hours. I knew it was on. It was always like on my scoreboard when I was checking scores throughout the day. I'm like, are they going to start playing this? Thing they, I think again? they mentioned the time during the Western game. They were like, because it they, they just ended like before Western did. It started at seven. Like after a nine and a half hour game time, especially running, I was like, good lord. I'm glad they worked the board for that. Virginia, speaking of teams in the ACC struggling, they did not do what we did last year. They could not take care of James Madison. Uh, that was a, I watched a little bit of that game too because. Virginia seized control in the second half. They, they really dominated the third quarter, and then they had a delay, the second delay, and it seemed like it took away all their momentum. And James Madison came back in the fourth, uh, scored 12 points, and won by one. So Mad- the Dukes go on the road and, and win in Charlottesville 36-35. Georgia Tech bounced back from their loss to us. No real issues with South Carolina State, 48-13, which is a good thing. I mean, if, if, you, if they had lost to South Carolina State, I'd be, yeah, feeling be worried, a, a yeah. little bit more worried about our team. Great. And then uh, outside of Cincinnati mm-hmm. being pit 27-21. The only other game, Syracuse hammering Western Michigan 48-7. They're doing the Syracuse-September thing again. 
Let me, know. let me ask you this, and this may be, I'm, I'm not trying to put, you know, the, too much, put the horse before the cart too much, but sure. like when you look at this slate of like over the last two weeks of ACC watching ACC play outside of Louisville and over Louisville 1-0 in the ACC, do you feel more and more confident that Louisville has actually an opportunity to maybe be in contention for the ACC title game this year? I'm not going to go that far. I mean, I know I know Miami just took care of it, Texas A&M, but now for, for what it's worth, I think very little of Texas A&M's coaching staff, like to the point where I... Like I know it's an, it's a good win, but I just you hate I, Jimbo. I, well, I don't hate him. I just know he sucks. That's it. I'm, apparently, I'm, I was the only one that had known it as long as I have, and people are starting to realize it. Um, and I mean, I guess I mean you see Pitt lose Cincinnati. You, I mean, yeah. Boston College was never a threat. I mean, Duke's obviously North Carolina almost losing to App State again. Virginia, we don't play North Carolina. I know, but you mean to say it? I mean, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the I, schedule I, itself. BC looks as bad as we were hoping they were going to be so yes. far. NC State maybe not as tough as we were fearing. Pitt, like you said, losing at home to Cincinnati, maybe not as tough as we were fearing. Virginia and Virginia Tech look like they're very bad. That's the back end of the schedule. I guess on the flip side, if there's one team you look at and you're like, eh, like Duke looks tougher than probably they we do. were projecting, and Miami may be looking tougher than we were projecting. And, and they're at the end of the schedule. And they are, yeah, both those teams in the second half of the schedule. But, no, I see what you're saying. This is a – we knew it was a good year to miss Florida State, Clemson, and North Carolina. It's looking even better than we probably thought going into it. But, I mean, it's not – it's certainly not still a schedule that's without potential hiccups. And we know the middle of the ACC kind of eats each other – eats itself every single year. I would expect that to happen again. I mean, it's just – and I just love it when I – like, my U.K. fans, like, you know. About to hear one more U.K. fan go, well, like, you can beat Florida State. They barely beat – they got lucky to beat us last year. Yeah, but they look pretty good through two weeks. And we're, and we were, we're better than we were last year. I mean, if, if Satterfield had gonna, you know, taken five minutes to learn they had a six foot seven wide receiver in his name, well, maybe maybe we win the game. Leave a tall guy alone. I'm just I'm I'm tired of hearing people like like you could hang with Florida State because they got a number four next to their name right now. They 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 clearly were not heads and t- tails above better better than us last year. I guess the other thing you could say right now too is like Syracuse maybe looks like they could be surprisingly good. Like they've looked really good through two weeks. We don't play them this year. That's a, a better, Wake Forest. It just took care of Vandy pretty easily. They took yeah. care of business in week one. We don't play them this year. I mean, it's really Miami and Duke. Pretty. I mean, I mean, obviously we could slip up to anybody else. But. Of course. But you, you beat Georgia Tech, who's still a little bit of a mystery on the road. That's you know, Hopefully that looks like an even better win when we look back at the season. NC State, I, I still think that game's going to be tough. Like, you know, Probably. They're, they're not a walk. I think Saturday's going to be tough, to be quite frank, against Indiana. I know it's yeah. not a conference game. I'm curious because Indiana's defense has looked good the first two weeks. I don't know how much of it's the offenses they play because Ohio State hasn't looked good, but. I mean, still. I mean, they still had Ohio State to 23 points, and Ohio State scored more than that this week, didn't they? Uh, Ohio State, yeah. They didn't they drop 48 or something on somebody? It was a Division II school, though, I think, or a smaller school. Who did they play? They won 48 to 7, I believe. I can't remember this yeah. one. Yeah. They played Youngstown State. Yeah. I think it was, I think I had the score right. Yeah. Go Penguins. Yeah. Go no Penguins. No Penguins. I in the first. Is the, is the old Nebraska Cup bowl playing? Is he still coaching Youngstown State? I have no idea. He was the coach there. I don't know. I'm not sure. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, 5 o'clock hours up next. A little bit more football talk. We'll let TK talk a little NFL, react to that. I got a couple of notes from the Jeff Brom press conference from earlier today that I thought were interesting. Pac-12 madness continues. I've got a cool fact from the 90s that I think is a, you know, a little movie fact tied into modern-day sports, which I think TK will like. You already perked my attention. We'll do all that, and we'll take text from you guys on the Thornton Sex Law as well at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. 5 o'clock hour up next here on 1450-961, The Big X. Boys, oh, and teach you to build it up with it.
We'll take care of the rest. Young teacher, the subject of schoolgirl fantasy. She wants me so badly, knows what she wants to be. Inside her, there's longing, this girl's an open page. Bookmark her, she's so close now. This girl is Boy. half his age. Trusted, trusted. Clock hour here. I love your look when that song came. Yeah, I was like, it just the opening line. <laughs> hey, we're going school. It's school themed, right? It made me laugh. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Five o'clock hour here. The Mike Rutherford Show Monday edition on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. Trevor did take the AC on Saturday. We won't retell the entire story. If you want, I'm excited for people to go back and listen to the podcast. I'd be like, oh, my God, it's an hour and five minutes. <laughs> Might be one of the few times I'm okay with you hitting the 1.5 speed. It's fine, yeah, if you yeah, want to. He's, 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 he's a, look, he, gets, he likes to dive into the minutiae. He's a thorough storyteller. I like showing detail. Details are an important part of stories to me. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So we talked about that for a solid hour. We got into a little bit of sports last hour. We'll hear more from you on the Thornton Sex Line coming up in a second at 502-414-1450. I did want to start the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, a couple of notes from over the weekend that yeah. are, are L related. We, we all know, I mean, football beat the pants off Murray State on Thursday, so we didn't yep. have Cardinal football to, to, to look forward to. But there were a couple of notable things that took place. One... Friday night, the UofL men's soccer team, which I said, like, this is the first time, I think, since Ken Lola left that we have a soccer team that is capable uh, of making a very, very deep run in the NCAA tournament, and it looks like a legitimate threat to win the national title, which, look, I, I don't care if you don't like soccer. If you have a Louisville team that's a threat to win a national championship in any sport, that's exciting. I think we can all get behind that. I think we've yeah, seen that in recent years. Friday night, they went up to Syracuse and played the reigning national champions. Syracuse reigning? I didn't know that. Syracuse won the national title last year. Interesting. They are number four in the country. They were unbeaten. Louisville was number seven. Syracuse was up 2-1. Late in the game, Louisville nets a goal with like one minute to play to tie it up. So they earn a, a draw at Syracuse, which is no small accomplishment. Shout out to John Michael Hayden and the, the boys Better getting it done again. Big week for them. I mean, they, you know, they smoked UK, who was number one last year, preseason number two this year. Then they go up to Syracuse. They earn a draw against the reigning national champs on their home field. That's got to feel good. Yeah. And then number two, UofL Volleyball. They host Penn State, national TV on Sunday, ESPN2, Penn State number 12 in the country, cards number two. I missed it. I'm sorry. They, uh, UofL had just they had a tough road match against Dayton that they won in five sets. People are like, man, maybe, they're, maybe they're, they're fading a little bit. Maybe they're not as good as we thought. Boom. Sweep. Suck it, Penn State. Three sets, three Cardinal victories. UofL now 8-0 on the season, still number two in the country. They've got a huge week coming up this week. They will host Kentucky on Wednesday in the Battle of the Bluegrass. And then on Sunday, they'll play Stanford at home again, who's very good. A couple more nationally televised matches. That's awesome. Very excited about that. Props to all the UofL teams doing big things over the weekend. We love it. We love, we love to see it. We love hearing it. Apparently, John Giovanni has DJ Wagner going 10th in his new mock draft. Does he? Yeah. A little surprised. It caught me off guard a little bit. Sorry. Call him Giovanni, by the way. Yeah, isn't that his name? Gavoni. Whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, he, he can't stop. He, he's only he hasn't been worth listening to since he joined ESPN anyway. I've not so seen much better before he got there. I listened to his old stuff. I get, I get you didn't know who he was. I, I used to. I fall. I love the draft. I'm team. making a joke. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I've not seen DJ Wider going that high in many mock drafts. I mean, 
Number one is Ron Holland. All, this year's like it's like all G League guys again. Uh, you, well, except for UConn. U, UK has two guys: Justin Edwards four and D. Wagner ten. Kickball rival Justin Edwards. Yeah, the, the, that, I'll that. do everything in my power to not let Justin Edwards go number one overall. Uh, Duke UConn has two guys: uh, Klingman and Castle going six and seven, and then three United. Yeah, United has the most at three. I did Who's see the Perth Wildcats. It's it's another one of those uh, NBL teams, I think. Oh, okay. They've got a guy in there, too, yeah. That's where uh, Trenton Flowers is. By the way, Trenton Flowers, is I think he's scoring like 20 points a game or something in that NBL league. Did he? Yeah, he's, he's playing well. Doesn't make me feel good. I was going to say, is that – because I, I know I brought this up. The worst thing about that is if we play poorly and we have bad season, and, and then the, the the apologists of Kenny Payne, not whether they belong to use this or not, are going to be like, well, what if we had had Flowers? You know? Here's the problem with that, though. And look – I don't want to do this. You're getting me on a basketball thing. I know, thing right I now. know, I know. So we had today Jalen Shelley, a player who had us in his top eight for the 2024 class, a guy that we were he visited here back in March. You know, we were very much heavily recruiting him. Okay. He committed to Arkansas today. Again? That's what I said. Patrick texted me today and he's like, they can't keep getting away with it. All I could think of was the the, the breaking bad gift. I mean, he how can't many keep getting away with do it. they have? The issue now that that, that is is happening here with us is you know, we're getting to the point. This is this is hot recruiting commit season for the, the upcoming class, the twenty twenty four class, and we are out of all these five stars that we reached out to. You know, the guys that we had significant interest in a couple of years ago when things were looking really good a year ago, and we're like, man, we're he's bringing in a top five class, which he did until Flowers left, and it looks like twenty twenty four is going great. Twenty twenty four does not look like it's going great anymore. Ugh. All these kids are cutting their list to eight, five, and three, and we are being axed out of a lot of lists. Ugh. And it's looking more and more like we are going to end up with a class that is mostly four-star kids on the back end of the top 100. We've already got uh, T.J. Robinson, who's like I think number 123 in the, the the consensus rankings. And again, I think T.J. Robinson is going to be a really good college player. What he's not is a guy who's probably going to come in and immediately change the landscape of your team from one year to the next. Which are the kind of guys that we probably need if Kenny Payne's going to you know, have success in year three if he gets a year three. The 2024 class right now is not looking great, which you can say, fine, go kill it in the transfer portal. That's more important now anyway. But Kenny Payne has consistently said this offseason that he does not really want it to, to no. be transfer portal heavy. He wants to build things, in his own words, the right way. Get players, bring in high school kids, develop them over time, have them stay for a few years. You know, we got a couple of transfer portal players this year that I think are going to help. Like If he does get a third year, First of all, it's going to be evidence that he knows what he's doing because you know, we have a team this year that is it's not transfer portal heavy. It's not coming in with high expectations. If he wins at a high enough level to reward to, to be rewarded with a third season, I, I think it's evidence that he knows what he's doing and he can coach. But let's say some guys leave. We don't have big-time freshmen coming in to replace them. You have to hope that some of these guys are just going to come back and, and spurn the NBA if they're good enough to, to leave or spurn the transfer portal that could – provide greener pastures, and then you're going to have to go out and, like what we've been saying for the last two years, you're going to have to kill it in the transfer portal, which is fine, but like he hasn't shown an in ability or really a willingness to do that. So, I, I, I mean, I can't tell you. I know a lot of people are like, is he, are, are they just are, are they not considering Louisville because they think he's not going to be here in, in a year? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure opposing coaches are probably using that as negative recruiting. I don't know what's going on there, but Jalen Shelley was a guy that I know that they really, really liked, they were hoping to get, and – it didn't work out, and now we're kind of sit here looking around and being like, it's it's a, it's cuffing season. Must have been mad we him. didn't hire him, and he's like, not to, he's, not, he's just taking everybody from us. It's like because he's pissed. The first time, maybe. 
<laughs> the second time, I think he, his demands were astronomical. The first time, he was definitely a guy that was, in, in 2018, who was like openly, I can tell you that for a fact. He, he was very much like, I want the Louisville job. Let it be known. I want the Louisville job. Please come here. And it was, we, Chris Mack was already kind of locked down. And yeah, man, yeah. Thanks, the, thanks, Vince. It was the easier hire. And look, it was the hire that most people wanted at the time. But the second time, I think it was like, I, I'll come there, but you're going to have to pay me an ungodly amount of money more than I'm already making now, which is. Oh, yeah. He kind of earned that right to kind of. <laughs> and people were like, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's a bit of a wild card for yeah, a program that has. There's some there, some question marks. I understand, yeah. A program that has a bit of a track record at this point. You don't want that stigma to be. Be too deeply attached. You know, you know, a stigma I would like to have winning. I, that's why I think the second hire is going to be like, we don't care if it's you know, this is our, this is our, this is our this bring back Muscleman's dad. This who is was our Calipari everywhere. right here. Like yeah. this is where this is where AD looks aside and goes, ethics? Huh? Flush that. We've already been <laughs> we've been cleared. We're good. We weren't even cheating that whole time. Give me you know Jerry Tarkanian's ghost to coach the team. We're good. Whoever's going to win, whoever's going to win games. <laughs> I saw this fact, and I, I think you're going to like this. So, the mom from Little Big League, the actress, her name's Ashley Crow. Okay, the, the, the Minnesota one, yeah, yeah, the one I, I bought the movie right. like two weeks ago, and I still haven't watched it. You bought Little Big League? I bought it, yeah, it was because I was going to rent it, and it was it was like it was like rent it for three ninety nine or buy it for five ninety nine. So I was like, well, I'll just buy it and just download it, and that way I can have it whenever I want to watch it. Well, so that movie was, it's almost 30 years old at this point. Yeah. We, you mentioned the Sandlot had its 30-year anniversary a couple months ago. Little Big League came out right after that. Mm-hmm. It's coming up on the 30-year release. The Cubs called up today her actual son in oh, real really? life. That's... Pete Crow Armstrong is his name. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Pete Crow Armstrong's her son? Yes, he's the number one prospect in the yeah, Cubs organization. Yeah, good. So yeah. now the mom... In Little Big League is officially the mom of a major league baseball player who plays for the Cubs. I would never. I would. I mean, I. I never would know her name. You say his name. I knew his name. He's yeah. He's the. He was the big part they got from the Mets in the. Um, uh, who's the guy? Uh, Bias trade a couple years oh, ago. Bias is yeah. everything in fifty feet of who did, who did nothing when he got there and then got cut and he's like now I think he's in like Pittsburgh or something. I do love the memes about him where it's like because he swung at everything. I I hated him so much. Where when is he, was he? Cubs. he? He signed somewhere last year after he played barely played with the Cubs. The Reds were the only team dumb enough to pitch to him. It's like oh this guy swings yeah. at anything in the dirt. Let's Pretty just much. throw it right at his face. And maybe he's yeah. Gonna, yeah. And then somebody gave him a, a big contract for some reason. Now he's, he's he's sucking there this year. I forget where it is, but um, yeah yeah that's 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 who they got in that just so I, I had no idea that was. I mean, then again, I didn't know the mom, but the only thing I learned this this weekend. Javi Pies is on the Tigers, by the way. Who the Red Star Tigers? That's with, who it was. The Red Star series with them tomorrow. I can't wait to eat these words in about twenty four hours. I'm blasting. glad you mentioned. It was going to drive me insane. I was because I kept saying Pittsburgh. I kept thinking but, <laughs> he's going to yeah. hit three home runs in three games this week. He's he's had three home runs in like the last two years. Well, he, I'm telling you, it's coming. Detroit gave him like, hey, we'll give him twenty million because it's he's still good, right? I mean, the Reds will throw him in <laughs> a couple of Ephus pitches. He that dude uh, Armstrong had a walk off uh, home run against the Bats a few weeks ago. Look at you. With the Iowa Cubs. That's, That's knowledge. But I knew he was a big prospect. Didn't know it was his mom. I did learn this week, though, that Vince McMahon's grandson, the, uh, the oldest son of Shane McMahon, is a walk-on for IU. I didn't know that. And apparently they have a turnover belt that is unlike any other because it's actually sanct- excuse me, sanctioned by WWE. Good luck not busting that thing out on Saturday because it ain't happening. So I was like sitting myself like, man, I wish we had an AEW wrestler's kid on our team. We could just go out there and like beat up the WWE team on Saturday. We need to get uh, we need a little like cross show thing this week. We need to have Matt Dennison on at some point. 
and talk to him about IU oh, he football. He doesn't care enough about, about IU football. <laughs> he follows it. And he he he. he What's the Indiana show? But I don't know how much how big actually fan he is. Well, I mean, I don't care if he's a fan. He need, he needs somebody who knows their stuff. And Scoots, you know, Scoots only cares when they're winning. Scoots, which... uh, we're having Scoots on the show for IU football. We'll talk to him during basketball season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he's he's made it very clear that he could not care less about IU football. We need to find like an IU football fan. I mean, there's a few of them. That, I mean, other than the truth, who calls in every calling show. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Here's what Jeff Brom had to say today during his weekly availability about the Indiana game. He said, I think our guys are excited to play a very competitive football game this week against Indiana. They're playing good football, and Tom Allen's done a good job. Definitely played tough on defense so far, and that's always been a strength of theirs. The Ohio State game was probably one of the Buckeyes' most unproductive days in a long time, so they're playing really, really good right now on defense. Offensively, they found two quarterbacks they liked. No. We've got a dynamic playmaker in the backfield, so we're going to have our hands full. We've got to play good football, have a good week of practice, and get ourselves ready to go. He said that, but Indiana did today officially name Taven Jackson a, as their starting quarterback. Yeah. He'd been splitting time with uh, Brennan Sorsby, but it was very clear that Sorsby could run but not throw. Mm-hmm. Jackson looked – again, I watched a decent amount of Indiana Indiana State on Friday night. Jackson looked like a, a very capable thrower in that game, and he will be now your full-time starter for Saturday's game against IU. I mean, let's be honest. Taven Jackson comes in starts the game in the first quarter, and they, they, they go up 21-0 in three possessions. In which case, by the way, the only game I lost gambling this week, I went four out of five. The only one I lost is I took Indiana State getting 31 points. Mm, I didn't think they'd close. Co- I know. I didn't think they'd cover. And they, they were, I was, and when they, yeah, when they put Soresby in, Soresby, I think, is when Indiana State scored a – they scored their only touchdown on a scoop and score, so it wasn't really – their offense moving the ball. But the IU offense looks completely different. Yeah, Soresby was clearly not going to be the guy winning that case. The other thing that I thought was interesting from Brahms' presser, because, again, Jeff's a guy who's not – he doesn't give a ton away during these press conferences – but he does a good job of, uh, of being eloquent and, and saying things without really giving too much away. But he was asked about Jack Plummer, you know, the deep passing game, making decisions quicker. Like, What are you looking for from him this week? And Jeff said, I thought Jack made improvement from week one to week two. I thought he had a tremendous week of practice. We've worked on a lot of small things that I think helped him as you look back on this game. Between a few coaching errors and things that we can get cleaned up, Continuing uh, to work on throwing on time and driving the football and trusting what he sees, that's what we got to do. We've shown the ability that we can run the football. We have good running backs. We have a couple weapons that we like on offense and some others that are continuing to improve. He's got to be the leader and the general of it. We need him to be efficient and to play with conviction and to play with confidence and trust what he sees to drive the football in there. So we'll work again specifically on a couple things this week to make sure we're continuing to improve there. But he's a great kid. He works really hard, and he wants to do well. We just have to put as much pressure on him in practice to make all those throws on time, standing there, keeping his feet on balance, and carrying that over to the game. I think that la- the second to last line is the – he's kind of dancing around this, but the ball needs to get there quicker is what Jeff is saying. Like He played in the short and the intermediate passing game against Murray State. I thought he looked really good. He made quick decisions. The ball was more accurate than it was against Georgia Tech. The issue is you're not going to beat – Miami, Kentucky, Notre Dame, those types of teams with just the short intermediate passing games. You're going to have to hit on some of these long balls. They were open against Murray State. He underthrew pretty much all of them. They were open a couple times against Georgia Tech. He underthrew or just misfired on pretty much all of them. Like He does need to, you know, I I used the the analogy on Friday. I'd I'd seen the tweet where the guy's like, 
it's a video game, and he's tapping the, the pass button instead of holding it down. We yeah, need him to, great and that's why I think Jeff Brom is saying he needs to drive the ball there a little bit more. It's great that he has, he has such good touch, but for some of these deep balls, either you need to be quicker in getting the ball out of your hands, or you need to get it there quicker once you release it. And he's not doing either of those things right now in the deep passing game. And we're being nitpicky. Again, I thought he was pretty good, but I think we're all looking ahead and, and realizing that there are much tougher opponents on the schedule from this point forward and that Plummer's going to have to be better in, in the deep passing game if we're going to have the type of season that we're, we're looking to have, which is 8-4, you 9-3, know, and 10-2, and or something like that. And Jeff sees that too, it sounds like. I think we all see it. I think we all see it. We all see it. Um, outside of that, it was pretty much standard stuff. You can read the transcript. I posted it over there at cardchronicle.com. Again, we would typically play the press conference for you, <laughs> but we had an hour on Trevor taking the ACT. Hour, had, hour 20. Which was mandatory radio. We had, we had priorities here that had to be uh, accomplished. We're going to show the people, and the people demanded it. They, they did. So, I'm amazed I remembered it over because it happened on Saturday and I had to go through all day like Sunday. taking notes. Like, oh, he's really into the test. Like, no, he's <laughs> recapping the story for his radio show. <laughs> Because, hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, Sunday, the the, the, the Eagles uh, got me stressed a little bit in the second half. And, you know, they came through. I also had to deal with the realization that apparently my, my fantasy league that I'm in with Rob Miles, my team sucks. I'm not going to repeat as champion. I This will be my, my, my 10-second fantasy note of the day. So in my big league, I left to go on a walk with the – we had a family walk last night. I left, and Yahoo does the thing where it's like it gives you the percentage chance that you're going to win. Yeah, yeah. So it's ESPN, yeah. I think I had a 13% chance when we, were, when we left for the walk, and I had Tyreek Hill and um, oh, Jones, the up, Green Bay, yeah. the Packers linebacker, up, yeah. running back, I mean. And halfway through our walk, I checked again, and I had a 97% chance of winning. So I was like, nice. okay, that's – I don't know what happened here. But, yeah, Tyreek Hill went off, Jones went off. It was, it was wonderful. And mm. – I ended up with the highest points in the league. My team went off off a cliff. Well, I'm sorry about I'm, that. I'm already, I'm already, I'm already thinking about how I can make a trade and just like blow this thing up. Give me your so it's week one of the NFL's done. Everyone yep. wants to loves to overreact to this stuff. I mean, now you got people that are like the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl. The Cowboys are going to beat the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, they're, I know they're the better team. Uh, give me your give me an overreaction from week one of the NFL that you genuinely believe. The Bengals aren't as bad as they looked in week one. I mean, is that as I mean, I surely think, to God, that I mean, you and I both picked him to go to the Super Bowl. And we both picked Joe Burrow to be the MVP. I mean, Bur- Burrow looked uncomfortable. I think the injury is still kind of lingering with and him. And the weather was bad. and the weather was not great, and it stayed that way. I mean, don't get me wrong; it rained during the Philly game and during the Giants game, and you know, it didn't affect us either. One of us is bad, but um, let me try to think. Uh, I mean, I, I, things I think that that aren't going to be designed. Pittsburgh's not that bad. They that was a buzzsaw against the best defense in football they ran into in week one. Uh, I think Pittsburgh will be better than they well, give looked. me an overreaction that you genuinely believe though. Oh, like like something that people, like the the obvious take that are out there. People are saying, but like you think, hey, that's kind of true. Like people, everyone's saying the Cowboys are incredible now. Give me one something like that, but that you think is is legit after week one. I'll give you one of mine. I don't know if this falls under it, but I think Jordan Love is better than people were giving him credit okay, for going that, into that's the a season. Good one. He looked awfully good. He looked last good. Time. I think yeah. We have our next-door neighbors. Uh, we love uh, Josh and Lindsay. Our, the sailors are our neighbors. And Josh is like a big-time Bears fan. And <laughs> Lindsay and her entire family are like diehard Packers. Like they're over there it's every weekend. Nerds, yeah. yeah, they're like, the, you know, it, I mean, I'm curious, they just had a baby. I don't know what the kids are going to do. They're going to have to pick at some point. 
but they were we were out there last night. We brought over some presents for the the new baby, and you know he's got his bear shirt on. They've all got their Packer <laughs> stuff on. Like it's just they they pause the game because they take it so seriously. And I, like I already knew they were like, don't say anything, don't say anything. They stopped the game at halftime, and I already knew that it was like at this point like thirty one to ten, it was like, like thirty eight twenty. It was bad. It was yeah. it was bad at this point. I was like just holding it. And I'm like, Ugh, Josh, don't go back in there, buddy. But, <laughs> We have a lot of NFC North talks in our in our neighborhood. I imagine is, is there a Viking fan anywhere in there? I don't think, but I've got Danny. He's a, he's a big Vikings fan. But right. he was on his he was he was on Suicide Watch yesterday. He was not having a good day. Nah, I, yeah, well, he plays the Eagles on Thursday night. But I genuinely think battle of battle of the Rutherford podcast versus radio show. You're damn right. Week one overreaction that I genuinely believe, and I'm going against something that we said on Thursday when we were previewing the season. I thought the Broncos would bounce back. I thought it was kind of an anomaly. I think they're going to just suck again after watching a little bit of them against the Raiders. I was like, this is terrible. 100% agree with that. I think that was the question I brought up when we did. I think it was like, my my thought was, is Peyton, we're going to learn, it was Peyton just the riding of the the Breeze coattail? Sure seems like. And was Wilson just riding, you know, what seemed to be Pete Carroll's coattail after last season? We kind of started to think that. I think they both were some coattailers because, I mean, they, they looked. I mean, how do you get outdone by Jimmy Garoppolo and Josh McDaniels? It was. I mean, that's, those are two guys that shouldn't even be in the NFL. All I know is the Lions are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> My father-in-law is a huge Browns guy, and he just texted me yesterday, like while we're all waiting for this this baby to come, and he's like, "Lions Browns Super Bowl confirmed." I was like, "You're damn right, it's happening. I can't wait for it." Uh, last note here before we wrap it up, we'll, we'll turn over the text line for the last segment, and then we'll pick the Monday night game. Was there a week one that you thought was an overreaction or something? Like, I think Pittsburgh fans are. Kind of overreacting, I think. Uh, I think the I think the Eagles aren't the best team in the NFC is an overreaction because everyone now is saying the Niners look like the most complete team in the NFL. We held back I, offensively. I think the Eagles are still fine. Well, yeah, you, you know you're. Oh, we we were that was a you're banana. friends with the Patriots guy. I mean, well, <laughs> I think it was our offense looked very sloppy, but it looked very vanilla. I, I think it was the it was a wet game too. Uh, yeah, it was raining. It was nasty, and then good credit, to obviously, you know, Belichick. As much as I talk about being over as a head coach, he's still a great defensive-minded guy, and I think some of the strategies they did kind of kind of made us look made us go vanilla a little bit. I'm still thinking the Eagles are the team to beat in the NFC. Oh, we're still the best team in the NFC. Well, it's us and you know the Niners, but I what, you know Washington, Dallas, they're all you know thumping their chest and Washington like, almost lost to Arizona. I know, and Dallas blew out the Giants team, and it's probably the worst team in our division. I'm like, come on, bring it. Um, last note I want to get to you. again next segment we'll get to the text line we'll clear that out and then we'll make our picks for tonight's Monday night game but I love this guy even though he's a UK guy TJ Beisner big news on him today leaving UK this has been I mean, they, they reported that he was this. gone like five months ago but he is officially leaving UK to take on a, a new position at North Carolina really he's going to be yeah he's going to be the guy who oversees their entire NIL for for both basketball and football is for my UNC for North Carolina, bouncing Ooh. from UK to UNC, getting that big money, couldn't be happier for for TJ who gets out of a terrible situation at UK and goes gets to go to North Carolina. Wow, that's that's an interesting like. Oh, they're very move. quickly like his son moved there after he graduated, so that's why he's going to North Carolina. I'm like, I think it's a little bit of two things, but. Well, us. I mean, th- th- wait a minute. I thought this kid was still at UK. Is he here? He he's graduated. He graduated. Okay, he's been. At high and the other ones, I think, in just about he was in like, when I met TJ, like, he was in like elementary school. People grow old. I mean, I've, I met TJ in 2008. Uh, when I met Matt, in fact, the first time I met TJ was the first time I met Matt. They were still working together at K, uh, KSR. 
when I'm when I met them both in the uh, old studios over at Cumulus. Uh, he's an awesome dude. Uh, he is. I know he's been like TJ, yeah. With the bad side for a while now, but he gets uh, now. We'll see more of him as he works for UNC. We'll see him at least a couple times. Still the, the the only true Dallas Mavericks fan I know. That's impressive. I'm sure there's others. I know one. I mean, he's the only one I've ever met that's like wasn't even on the bandwagon because I, I was giving him so much crap when they signed Jason Kidd. I was like, way to go. It's a good move there. We're looking forward. And he's like, I know, I know. And, Kid ended up being a big part while he won that title. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, whoops, my bad, dude. <laughs> All right, take our last break. When we come back, Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, and a look ahead to tonight's Monday Night Football game. It's the Mike Rutherford Show, Monday edition here on Like, can you come in and like do another test? Like, they want me back. What I if th- I get like get, like the, the Matt Damon treatment from like you know? The fact that seventeen-year-old Trevor, <laughs> who had so much more to gain by completing the test, couldn't do so, and then you, who have quite literally nothing to gain outside of a story at forty-three, were able to finish the test. It's a testament to your, I, I guess, willingness to give in to the story. <laughs> your willingness to give yourself to the show. You've come a long way. Thank you. You're willing to do things for other people, namely the listeners of this radio program, even if you weren't going to do them for yourselves back in the day. For the record, I was 23 when I first took it, not 17. So it oh, 20, I thought you took it. I think you took it in high no, school. Well, I took it when I was before I went to college, but I remember I'd. Oh. But I was so you never took any of like, the, the standardized tests when you were in high school? No, not that, not that I remember. Okay. Um, and I never took the SAT either. This is the only one I've ever taken, was the ACT. Gotcha. Like should I take the SAT as well? Man, we'll we'll get there. We'll see how we'll see how this week goes. According according to Mister uh, Mister Earl, like they they they're 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 like less strict on the rules for the SAT. Like he was like, oh, you can leave your calculator out for little tests and stuff for that. I don't remember the. Di- I remember I took the SAT twice and I took the ACT once. Why'd you take the? Uh, you didn't do so good on the SAT. I thought I could do better. I did. Why do better. is there two of them, by the way? Anyway, I know the ACT is what it's. It's you only need it. Basically, the SAT is you take it. I don't know why I keep saying it like that. The SAT you need it if you're going to go out of state for college. Oh, okay. The ACT is more just in state. I think the ACT is a little culturally biased too. No, we don't need to get into that. We've had a, we've had a good day against old people. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton sex line. We're, We're gonna take culture. some texts from you guys. Sure, why not? Texture says, I think Trevor needs a 13 to go to college. We need an 18 to be D1 eligible. Ah, not junior college. <laughs> junior college needs a check to clear. Somebody did look up, so what colleges accept a 13 ACT score? Oh, good Lord. 
Shaw University does. I've never heard of it. Rust College. I, I, that sounds like my kind of place. Jarvis Christian College. Don't think I'd fit in there. Pine Major College. I think it's Manor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take the test. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a trial here. You're already smarter. Go to the Wagner courtroom. You want a trial. <laughs> Uh, Pine Manor College, which may or may not exist. I do like somebody said, is they Googled, is 14 a good ACT score? <laughs> is that what they Googled? Out of the 1.91 million test takers, one was this 1,685,032 yeah. scored the same or higher than you. That's not good. You can apply wow. to five colleges and have a good shot at getting admitted. You have a very low chance of getting into 1,494 schools with this score. So but five will take you. Well, I mean, it's better than that. That's, I'll do it. Is one of them Yale? Yale's getting your scores. <laughs> Yale's getting my scores. Says is uh, Columbia, some random politician in Connecticut, in that college that's on the island. Uh, Palau, the, the community college. Yeah, Palau is Palau right? Community College. Um, I mean, five's a good number. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure one of them's like Southern New Hampshire or something. But yeah. Uh, Texas, Trevor's next challenge, I just found it. You can take the LSAT without going to college. Ooh. That's right. The LSAT has no prerequisites. You don't even need to be committed to going to law school and getting a law degree to take it. You don't want to take the LSAT. Wait a minute. Wait, I like that. No, I can do better than the LSAT. Okay. I mean, I, it, listen, if, there, if there's anything, at least this can tell me that 20 years of watching Law & Order is not for waste. And remember, I was in a jury. The LSAT was tough. Well, I'm not trying to, like... Like it's law questions, right? Eh, not really. Well, then what's the why, why the hell would I take an LSAT to get in law school? But I'm getting law questions. Well, I mean, you go to law school to learn how to answer law questions. Can I take the bar exam? I don't think so. I mean, I'll pay. I don't think you can. I want to take the bar exam. And no, I'm not confusing it with an actual bar, people. Mm. I do really know what it is. I took the LSAT twice. The first time I t- the second time I took it, I was like so so drained. I couldn't remember where I parked. I gave my all to that test. It was tough. Do not recommend it if you don't have to. I saw someone online the other day, or yesterday, or this weekend, that said, like, that it was one of those like, little Facebook posts, like, today I learned that bar stands for, like, beer and, like, recreationals or something. Like, it has actual meaning to the word. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either, yeah. Makes sense. Texas yeah. Sean Moth has to record the scores. It's the only way to make it better than, make this better than it already yeah, is. Yeah, I'm serious. Like, we need Sean, yeah, I mean. I'm sure I'll do it. And when you get done with that, can you do the voicemail on my phone? I'm sure I'll do that, too. Yeah. Texas says, have Sean Moth read his core as announcer style. We've already, yeah. yeah we're way ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're working on it right now. Texas says, Trevor's ACT experience will make him wake up in a cold sweat because shallow house Jason Alexander wearing a George Costanza <laughs> nude suit pole vaulted into his bedroom demanding to know the square root of an Arby's chicken nugget. They don't have chicken nuggets at Arby's, do they? I don't know. <laughs> that's sadly that's the one thing I came up with. That's that your takeaway. That's the takeaway in that Texas. They don't have it. Oh man, the shot. I mean, yeah. I kid you. I know I was. It, it lasts again. It, like much things in my life, it lasts like twelve seconds, but it felt like an eternity when I sat in that desk and was like, just like, please don't fall apart. Like, please don't. Like, <laughs> like, 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 love of God. Like, like I did not want to have that Tommy Boy moment. Like, you know, could have done without that. You know, like, cause especially if I thought, like, I, I just pictured, like, a screw just shooting off and just nailing this poor girl next to me, like, right in the head. Like, I mean, it's, how do I explain that? Like, how do, how do I tell her parents, I'm sorry, your child can no longer go to school now and may have, like, lost an eye? 
Because I wanted to sit in a desk that probably did not hold my weight. Glad you had a funny radio joke to tell. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> little Alice can't go to school anymore. I mean, now well, little Alice can't, can't see anything on her right side because I've blinded her in one eye. But <laughs> there goes her dream of being a traffic contro- air traffic control pilot. <laughs> Texas says, I still can't believe that Pitt let Satterfield win. I'm kind of annoyed. <laughs> Can I be honest? I'm kind of annoyed by what's by what's happening here. Because here's the problem. So they they beat EKU by a billion. They win at Pitt. They get Miami, Ohio at home this weekend. The rest Oklahoma will probably beat them. God, please. I mean, dude, I, I won't guess that. Oklahoma's not very good, man. You think? Have you seen they they didn't look, dude? I'm the Indiana, the, the coach they got from whatever his name is from U, Clemson. Stand right now. He will not be there by the next season. I promise you. I, I, I He'll can't, be gone. I can't deal. And I, again, I hold no ill will towards Satterfield personally, but I can't deal with a whole year of storylines. Like if they overachieve to the point because they were picked to finish second to last in the Big Twelve, and if they finish like with a nine-win season where they're nationally ranked, and we're I don't know, like, we finish eight and four, but we're outside the top twenty-five. All of the the big brain college football Big J journalists who are like. Those Louisville fans, glad you got what you wanted. Like I, I, I don't want to read that story seventy-five times when we get to November. Not that it wouldn't be warranted, but I don't, I, I don't want to read it. I don't want to have the same take out there over and over again. It's like, boy, they sure thought they were going to be better with Jeff Brom, and look at what Satterfield did. I'm like, well, Satterfield was also the ACC Coach of the Year here in his first year, and the yeah, he, three years after that didn't work out. He does have a knack of doing good in his first job, first year, right? But you know that story is it's, it's yeah, so easy to write, and all the Big J journalists love Scott Satterfield. And all the East Coast people think that it was just the troubled city of Louisville that was the problem, and not meshing with him and unrealistic yeah, expectations. Because Miami's track history is like just nothing but perfection. Well, right? Cincinnati, Cincinnati's my man. Yeah, yeah. Miami too. Uh, yeah, Oklahoma went six and seven last year under what's his name in the first year. They barely beat SMU this week. He oh, will not, I don't like that. He's not there after next year. I promise you. I don't like that. They're not going to put up with that long. Texas says Djokovic looked terrible. He was he's, awful. He's always looked terrible. He was miserable. He, he he's always had a good arm, and I think that's what everyone's just – when he looks good, he looks really good, i.e. against us last yeah, year where like, he just he, tossed it to Zay Flowers a billion times. He's like a broke Jeff George. When he, that's a pretty good comparison. <laughs> it's like I don't, I, I don't want to say it because I don't know if he's like – I don't know if the, the comments you read does kind of go in a Jeff George line, but I don't know if he's that kind of a Weasley dude, but yeah, he's got like all the all the, the, the nucleus – a million-dollar arm and a 10-cent brain, maybe. Texas says, this is such a meta conversation, but the Trey Ryan Cluckers ad is literally the worst, so I fully support <laughs> it being pulled. Don't tell that to Trey. I like that we have the two spots that we have voiced by Gary right now. He sounds very different. In, he does. One of them, he has like a normal voice. Wait, He's like, like, try our new chicken sandwich. That's the, is the other one. Why, why do you sound like a trans- That's what he sounded like. <laughs> He sounds so different in that one that he talks normally in the other one. And the other one's like, try our new chicken sandwich. Wait a minute, who's the uh, – I've only got – I don't think he's on McAllister's, but who else is he doing? He's – that chicken – whatever the chicken sandwich one is for. That's McAllister. Oh, no, that's – oh, he's on the, the Thorntons too? Yes, that, that's, yeah, that's him. I didn't realize that was him on Thorntons. Speaking of ads, today is uh, Phil Rich's birthday. Oh, uh, make it rain, he's buddy. He's going to make it rain all over the damn city, all day. He's from Portland. He is from Portland. Texas says, I know it's easy to be like, oh, big deal. We beat Murray State 56 nothing. Who cares? But at least we didn't struggle like Kentucky and Tennessee did. Yeah, well, it's because John Brom's not buddies with Murray State's coaching staff. I So I, I, I didn't watch a second of the UK game because I didn't want to take the effort to pull up, you know, whatever app, like what, do a million things. 
But I did like I was like following on Twitter, and I had no idea they were struggling because I was watching Notre Dame, NC State, and a couple of the other games that were on. And then I just see like all the UK fans in unison just flipping out about being down seven nothing, and then how bad the offense is. And I was like, this would be. It's not going to happen, but this would be too. Soon. I woke up and I texted you like I was like. I crashed hard after the the test. No, no surprise. I don't think. I don't think you were shocked. As you no, said. I thought it, I knew it was going to happen. And I, well, I was some. I I'd, I'd made plans like meet up with some people like before between work and test, and that didn't happen. Uh, but like, uh, like when I texted you, your first response was like, "Go look at the UK score." And I'm like, <laughs> really? Like, I got so excited. I'm like half asleep, still in bed. I'm like, "Ooh, ooh, score! You can score!" And I was, I was still excited because there was no spread in that game. No, I know been, they lost by fifty three to Cincy. And, and and my buddy say him and his wife Tina went to. We're going to the game. I'd seen them before. I, I fell asleep, and I was like, I was like, what's the line? They're like, there is no line. I'm like, oh, what must be you know EKU? I know it's not that bad, but they usually do lines for those games. But sometimes they skip them, and maybe that. Maybe I mean, I would have liked to like been able to take some points on EKU that game. By the way, Dugan says that's not Gary the Thorns at. I didn't think it was. It explains why they sound so different. I didn't think it was. <laughs> like you, you sometimes give me I, you give me crap for giving out false information. What about you? I buddy? thought it sounded a lot like him. But I guess it's not. This is this is that friend, says, this is that friend's episode all over again when you think it's the same girl. <laughs> speaking of false information, uh, the Ohio State score was actually thirty five to seven. I said, I said forty eight seven. I was close. I gave him too much credit, I guess. Texas says Roush tweet about EKU discussion hasn't happened yet. What was the Roush tweet? You know, I, it's a good question. I saw Scoots, or not Scoots, TJ tweet something earlier about a recap, I guess, of the show and saying explaining Rouse's tweets or something. So I'm not really sure. I mean, I try to follow Roush on Twitter. I, I, I was texting with him on Saturday, giving him crap, but I didn't actually. Uh, I don't know what he tweeted about. Someone sent me a picture from the U of L game on Thursday with Roush, and Roush is wearing a Brom squat shirt. Yeah, like which the, made me so happy. TJ on a retweet of their their show this morning, which I'm about to go listen to. Uh, by the way, on on the, on the retweet of the two didn't happen since you're home of Golik and Winko. <laughs> <laughs> we, haven't had, we haven't Jim, we haven't had any of these people in like a decade. But he's, <laughs> I need to go fix that. But it says uh, it says recap UK stinker and Roush's tweets now. I see. So I'm, I'm curious. What the one tweet that I see people ripping on is him saying about EKU, it's not like they're a bad team either. Picked to win their conference with a QB that was a finalist for the FCS Heisman a year ago. I mean. Th- the issue is they got blasted by Satterfield by 53 the week before. And it's also, not an, it's also an issue when you bring this up after the fact. Like, where was this information before the game, like, just acting like you're scared? Because you know you weren't. You weren't, you weren't like. It pre- shouldn't have been. Yeah, this is all coming up after you've looked like poo against them. Yeah, I don't know if that's the tweet that has everybody all upset, but... I mean, I sent him the, the, the thing I sent you about, you know, it just happened because they're friends. And He's trying to overcompensate now for the, the Brom love. Now he's, got, he's doing, like, when, you know, Matt Jones, when he would, like, put liberal stuff out there and like, all UK fans would get so upset about it, that's when he'd go super hard at L to be like, see, I'm still one of you. Like, that's when he had to push really hard. <laughs> now Roush is going to push really hard on, like, UK's great because he's also kind of rooting for L. That's what's happening here. I'm letting you know. There's a picture, I guess, of a guy. Lachlan just retweeted this. Some dude leaving the game last night just rips off his jersey, just tosses it on the ground, and like keeps walking out of the stands. It's actually hilarious. My my best friend went to a Bears game when this is like when the Bears were bad, bad when he was living in Chicago, 
And at one point, Cedric Benson dropped a, uh, like a wide open screen pass that would have been for a touchdown. And from like, he was sitting like one of the lower levels. And from the upper level, this guy like falls in his lap a Cedric Benson jersey that someone had just tossed from, from the row above. So he just took it home with him. Texas, why have we heard nothing regarding Louisville Live? Have they just truly given up? Yeah. I don't think there's going to be a Louisville Live. After talking to people when this discussion first came up on the show a couple weeks ago, I asked a couple questions. And I don't think it's 100% concrete, but I don't think there's going to be a Louisville Live. Shouldn't they at least announce that they're not going to have one? I mean, I don't know. Because then it becomes they, something that everybody's talking about. Well, they're already talking. If I'm them, I just, if I'm basketball, I'm just like, just yeah, let's focus on football being 2-0. I mean. Texas, why did Hurd give Payne a $10 million buyout? Well, it's not $10 anymore. It goes $10 million anymore. It goes down by $2 million after every year. So I think it's 8 right now, and it will be 6 on April 1st, I believe. So, yeah, not – Still not very good. Texas, were things ever going good? Very serious statement. If you were a parent or guardian, would you let your kid come to play basketball for Kenny Payne and this program? I mean, I don't know. Don't make me say it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it depends on, I mean. I don't know what Kenny Payne is, is telling kids. I don't, I don't mean, maybe it's a great pitch. Maybe it's clearly worked with some of the players that we have. So I, know, I did enjoy, like, I don't know if you noticed during the Murray State game, the, 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 the not play-by-play guy, the guy looked like the wrestler. I forget his name now. And he brought up like the uh, the like the the importance of like facilities and like some of the coaching. He was like, today he's like, it doesn't matter. It's all about nil. Like I, he's like, I don't think kids give two bleeps about facilities and things. They just want to see what their nil check's going to be. Yeah, I don't think that's true. And I, and I hope it is because if that's the case, then maybe Kenny can recruit. Texas, it's shocking how much effort, uh, how much more effort Trevor put into the ACT, paying for it, getting up early, being uncomfortable and bored for multiple hours, and yet he volunteered to do it. And how little effort he put into just eating a simple salad. I don't get him mad now. I did the salad. Texas, outside of completing the ACC, Trevor's biggest accomplishment was not getting arrested at the high school on Saturday. <laughs> you joke. I thought it was a very real possibility. I mean, I, I think it would have been more awkward had there not been listeners of the show that were other proctors there. Um, again, not mine, but I mean, like I said, there was like six classrooms being used. So, I mean, there was a lot of kids there. And I guess he said that a few of them, not much, he said a few, like before they went up there, you know, Lou listened to the show. And he said that there's a chance an old guy might show up tonight. He said, like, there's a good chance Trevor <laughs> might not make it. <laughs> Texture says when Plummer throws a deep ball, it looks like he's throwing at the heavens. He does, like, he just, you know, it's kind noticed. of like second uh, little big league reference of the day. You know, it's kind of, or I guess this is more of a rookie of the year reference. It is a rookie of the year reference. Yeah, when, it is. To float it. Yeah. That's what I was Floater. Floated. Texas, I couldn't be happier with the hour plus of ACT talk. That's honestly just what I needed today. So thank you. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. That's all. That's all Trevor's doing. He's for, here for the people. Texas bar actually isn't an acronym. It's either because of the shape of the courtroom or derived from the word barrister, according to online sources. I was thinking bars in like the, yeah, the beverage bar, not be, bar. Yeah. I mean, I could have been. It was one of those, like, you know, I learned to just stay on Facebook thing. I thought it was, it's still like, it's beverage and a uh, beverage, alcohol, something is what it's supposed to be. I forget what the R was. Restaurant? Re- refresh. Yeah, restaurant maybe, yeah. Texas, can you get Trey Ryan from Cluckers on the show for an interview? You mean <laughs> Trey 680 Ryan? I don't know now. No, now Trey doesn't go six. Patrick dumped us for 680. They were, they were both supposed to be going to do work at I know Trey was going to do it, too. That was the rumor. Not Trey, too. Not Trey, too. I mean, I, losing Patrick doesn't surprise me. I, that, A two Trey, like Patrick stabbed me in the back. I I I, I understand I, that one doesn't that, that one doesn't shock me. But but I thought Trey Trey was cooler than that man. I thought we, I mean, that was you from Cluckers. 
Something. This isn't the Trey Ryan from Cluckers I know. Texture says, here's the Roush tweet. Uh, it's, it's the same one that I did read. And then says, folks are really mad that I reminded people that Parker McKinney is an All-American and Walter Payton Award finalist. I'm sure he is. I do like that it's the, the, the FCS Heisman is a nice little touch to that tweet. <laughs> I'm glad you know the Walter Payton Award is Heisman. <laughs> the FCS Heisman. I knew that too, don't get me wrong. He's a finalist for the baseball Heisman. I mean, don't get that's that's that 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 means a lot, but it's just hard to do when, like you said, you lost sixty six to nothing to Cincinnati the week before. That's the thing, and it's Satterfield. You've made fun of him for the last five years, and he just whomped on this team by fifty three points the week before. It makes it a very tough sell that this is more about them than it is about us. And also, I'm, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but unless he goes both ways, the, the this guy was a quarterback, not a defensive player, because it was only it was UK's offense that looked like it was it's stubbing its toe. So which is it? Was it just because Stoops and, and Wells are really good friends, or is it they're the best team in the history of the FCS? Because if it weren't for the the receiver, was it Trey? Is it Trayvon Robinson? I mean, that, they may not win that game. Yeah, he he, he kind of went, you know, uh, what's his name, the central uh, Ty Hilton on him a little bit. Texas Nick tried to play it off as EKU being a very good team, picked to win the conference, etc. Texas says FCS Heisman is a thing of beauty, pure copium. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. You win, let's not uh, pile on our fellow cards. When you're here. winning the Walter Payton Award, I mean, that's that's there's great, big, really good players that have won that award. But again, it's just, it, this isn't basketball. I mean, football's you you're not going to do it with one guy usually. Texas says Trev correcting Mike on it was Manor, not Major, was a true Tommy Boy moment. <laughs> it's Herbie Hancock. <laughs> Duh. All of us listeners now are richer. And have something to supersede past memories of 9-11 and take precedent in our brains. Oh, that's going, that's going on like my resume. I'm like, re- <laughs> corrected Mike Rutherford on English because words matter. Words do matter. <laughs> uh, Texas, no Louisville Live to me sounds like the athletic department cutting back and investment in current staff. Example, go look at UofL's poster size last year. Now go look at the size of the football posters for the first year under Brian Brom. Or, uh, under Brom, we're cutting back. I think they're just not doing it because well, they're embarrassed about the season. Well, the thing mean, is, you had tangible evidence that there was more excitement this year for football based on the off-season season ticket sales, right? Like, you, you knew that there were – season ticket sales went up by, like, 80% this year. So you knew that there was more excitement. Therefore, go full-on with, with the hype for the season. Like, give the people what they want. If they're excited for football and basketball was 4-28 last year, lean into it. And I think that's what you've seen football do, and – I don't know. I mean, the closer we get to basketball, we'll see how much marketing does. It is, I think, noteworthy how quiet things have been on the basketball front when it comes to, I mean, just you know, typically this time of year, you've got countdowns and everyone's going nuts and you can't get enough. And it just seems like it's it's very, very, very quiet right now out of the Kieber Center, which maybe they're just moving in silence, but I, who knows? Maybe it speaks volumes. Uh, tonight... <laughs> Don't look like that. We've got uh, NFL. What, 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 I didn't see a text. Does that get your attention there? No. Uh, we, we got Monday Night Football tonight. Yeah, we do. Aaron Rodgers doing his thing against the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen versus Aaron Rodgers. The Jets, the darling pick of some people, the Cinderella darling pick of, mm-hmm. of some people in the NFL this year. 815 ESPN, ABC, ESPN Plus, all that good stuff. TK, who you got tonight? It's a tough point. I don't know. I mean, this could. It's in Buffalo, right? Yeah. No, it's in New York. Well, in New Jersey. I was going to say. <laughs> Wait a second. It's at the Jets. If I'd had geography on my test five, I might have done better because I know that Buffalo's in New York, even though they're actually playing in New Jersey. You're right because it's the Meadowlands. Um, mm, I'm going to take Buffalo wins, but in a one possession game. I think that, I'm going to say Buffalo 
35. I think the it's high scoring too. I think the Bills win and cover, and I don't think it's that close. I think the the I think the Jets are going to be okay long term, but I think for tonight it's the the same old Jets is the narrative, See, and people go off the deep end. I think and the Bills win like. 34-20. I think you're getting distracted by by the annoyance of all these people going to the Jets and they're turning around and not remembering that the Jets won seven games last year with a very less talented team. Robert Sala, uh, who I thought should have gone to Detroit because he was a Detroit native and I thought it had been a perfect fit, but I'm glad it worked out. I think he's a good coach. I think he, I mean, he got a lot of that team and now that you're giving him an actual competent quarterback maybe, it's going to be interesting. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think they're yeah. going to be fine long-term. But I think, I mean, yeah, they, they were terrible in the last month of last season where they ended on like a seven-game losing were. streak. I mean, they, they, the I think, that, I think tonight the Bills are just going to expose the fact that they're significantly better than they are. Could be wrong. I'm, I'm saying the Bills win by double figures. I think it's important for the Bills to do it. I think they need to do it for, to, to, to remind people this is still their conference, even especially with the way Miami looked as well. All right, that's it from us today. Uh, tomorrow, less ACC talk. No promises, though. Aww. Probably. Everyone enjoy the football tonight. It's a footballless Tuesday, so soak it up while you can. We're back tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Have a fantastic Tuesday night. Go Cards. Or Monday night. Sorry. Go Cards. Go Cards to where? Heaven. Mm-hmm. Oh,